And welcome back, everyone, to the Fast Travel Lounge. Uh, my name is Stephen. I'll be your host today. Say hello, people in the room. Uh, I'm I'm not in a room with you right now, but hello. Well, close your eyes for a second, sir. Close your eyes. Um, my my eyes are sufficiently closed. Sufficiently closed. They better be closed all the way. They be color. Um, do, you, do you picture yourself in a room? Uh, no, I, I'm in a little cardboard box. What is this? Well, this is an uh, intervention, my friend. You've got schizophrenia. <laughs> well, Not welcome again. back, everyone. Um, uh, Seth's schizophrenia diagnosis, notwithstanding, uh, we're down to two. The dynamic duo, as it was. I liked and... it better when Patrick was my dynamic duo partner. Yeah, well, we don't always get what we want. Sometimes I wish it was just me and Pat sometimes. But, well, <laughs> here we are. When mum and dad are fighting, it's just uh, the father-son duo that teams up. And sometimes father-son duos are all right. It's good enough to beat Cell. It's good enough to record for Fast Travel Land. You know, so next, doing, next time I'm just going to get me and Final Fantasy fourteen on the pod. You know what? You're free to do that. <laughs> uh, maybe you get another podcast for that. Uh, for example, an exclusively... Um, Final Fantasy XIV pod. And you can read out lists. You love lists. I do love lists. Uh, and speaking of lists, <laughs> segue, there you go. Um, I'm cha- channeling um, how to speak properly and Pat's uh, vibes for today. But we are doing a tier list today, Seth. Uh, both of us decided that we don't want to talk about um, what we've been playing. We want to talk about video games that we have played. So we are doing... A Pokemon mainline tier list. Hopefully by the end of it, um, we still have a passion for the games. Uh, there are a couple of games I can see in this list that I wouldn't call mainline games. Yeah, uh, specifically the four at the very ends that I shoved over to the end for that reason. Yeah, let, let, yeah let, let's, not, uh, let, let's not put the cart before the horse here and spoil the, the viewers. They, um, they can see the screen. Can they? Well, what if they're audio only listeners? You're yeah. like, fair, Spotify listeners. Yeah. Well, you wait till we reveal what those games are. Don't worry, they're in the N64 and GameCube games. And if you're playing along at home, I reckon you can guess. So, ground rules of today, Seth. Um, by the end of this episode, I want us to literally loathe each other. Um, I want us to be teetering on being cancelled with the, the choice of words we're using. Um, hopefully this isn't the last episode we record. And we can sort of just shake hands at the end of it and uh, have a bit of a punching session if we need to offline. But um, maybe we can stream that. Let's just see how we go. So we need um, to go into this with the same mindset we go into every recording. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But th- th- these attacks just want to get a bit more personal, especially if you don't agree with me. Because um, as we all know, um, I have I'm, the correct opinions. Everybody else does not. I'm telling you now, big fella, there's going to be a big chunk of them where I just have to lean on your opinion because I haven't played those specific games. I don't know why you wouldn't have played every single one of these games. If you have not, you're a fake fan. It, it's um, true. I'm a fake te- fan. Technically, because of like the groupings, how you've got like red and blue and uh, fire red, leaf green and scarlet violet and how, just how they like, group together the games. Technically, I only played about half the games in this list. Um, but I've played three quarters. I want to say no, maybe half. Double, maybe half. The double versions, like you play platinum and pearl. Sorry, diamond and pearl. Sorry, you platinum picked the two I haven't played. Ah, base. Um, <laughs> well, there you are. Then we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, 
we are including the third versions, like your Platinums, your Emeralds, and we are including remakes as well. So you've got Heart Gold, Soul Silver, your BDSM, and Ultra Sun Ultra Moon in there as well. Yeah, it's generally they add enough to warrants putting them on the list to see if they do go above their first two versions. They are mainline series games, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and maybe for when we get there, uh, Pokemon Arceus is on there. Uh, I think that's technically a mainline series game, but with spin-off mechanics. So when we get to it, we can have that. Um, that it's argument. made by Game Freak, so I think it counts. Uh, does that... What's that elephant game they did in like 2013? That's not a Pokemon game, though. Uh, it's made by Game Freak, but there you go. There we go, Seth. We're already having a bit of a disagreement. Um, getting you on Technicat. You want know fun? I'm going to add that elephant game to this list. Please do not add that elephant. I have not played it. <laughs> Me either. I played a demo once. It, it was fine. Um, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to play it. Is it 80% off? Uh, Probably. It's only on 3DS, isn't it? So RIP to the real It's not going to be able to play it soon. Uh, all right. Do we have any ground rules? Um, I don't think I do, actually. I just want us to get into this. Yeah, let's just kind of get into this. And if there's any ground rules that need to come up, then we'll, um, we'll bring them up. Okay, so actually, no, first ground rule. Um, I see in like the, the last... You know what? I'm just going to spoil this here. So um, the last four on this list are Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium uh, 2, Pokemon Coliseum, and Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Um, I note there isn't the first Pokemon Stadium here that was only released in Japan. Um, do, I think, do you want me to take the time to go and get that? No, I don't. Um, I just wanted to make fun of you because my superior Pokemon knowledge and I actually know that game. Um, I think we should probably move these up so that we're doing them at the time that they were released. Like, so after Pokemon Yellow for Pokemon Stadium. Um, yep, yep, yep. That's fair. Yeah. And then Pokemon Stadium 2 we'll put after Crystal. Yep. Colosseum uh, is... Colosseum's after Ruby and Sapphire, I believe. And then Gale of Darkness is after Emerald, I think. I believe. Well, yeah, something around there. You know what, just, um, yeah, it just, just, for, it just... just for the audience sake, I'm going to zoom in on this as well. Should have, um, but we can't all be winners. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. Pokemon Red and Blue. I think these are A-tiers. Oh, we're getting right off the bat to agreeing because, yeah, I I was going to say A tier, maybe, maybe push it into B tier just so A tier is a little cleaner for things that I think are above it. Um, but no, no I, don't, I honestly don't think it is. Like, I can make some strong arguments. Like, I did like, as much as I hate the oh, you, it started the genre um argument. All right, fine. Just is. shoot my shoot the first thing I was gonna say down. Yeah, well, it, I, it's, but it stands good on its own. Um, probably for its time, it's a bit dated. Like, if I pick this up and try to emulate it right now, it's probably borderline unplayable just because of its dated mechanics with HMs, the speed of the gyms. Um, uh, the bag limit is really yeah, bad. The, the bag limit would, yeah, is really having, bad, but at the same time... Having to manually change PCs as well so they don't automatically move over to the next box if you're starting to catch too many Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely fucking unplayable. Um, you know what? And For those reasons, I think it does go B. I don't think it does, uh, because if we were to go back in time, every other game that was on the Game Boy... Oh, th- these are Game Boy games, not Game Boy Color games. Yeah. Um, it, it, if we're comparing it to new games, it's fucking completely unfair, and it's dog shit D tier. 
but for its time, it was fantastic. Uh, the battle mechanic had what they had 15 types back then. And there were a couple of like balance issues with uh, like ghost types. Like lick is the only ghost type move. Um, there's a problem it's with also the ghost is the only thing that's super effective against uh, psychic. But, yeah, um, which means psychics can go fucking rampant. Yeah, because um, the only ghosts that were in the game are part poison, so they get outsped by Alakazam and they're weak yeah, they to psychic as well yeah. as being super effective. So it's just a very pointless Pokemon in that gen. Gang is fucking sick, but. Um, but at the same time, we got to remember that they're like they're the balance problems are more apparent in this gen and probably the next gen as well. They were getting the their time, footing with this game. Yeah, they were getting their footing, and not all games have to be perfectly balanced. Uh, to call back to another game series like the Budokai Tenkaichi series, you can't have like 150 characters like number three did and have more <laughs> balance. It's fine. Some characters are for fun. There's like, there's 150 Gengar, skins fucking- and there's like five actual character move sets. Yeah, and um, three of those skins are actually good. All of them look like Goku. <laughs> uh, but yeah, solid sol- A-tier. Red and blue, solid A-tier. Okay, I want to make one more um, Hail Mary um, pitch to B-tier. I, I think red and blue B-tier because I think yellow should go in A above it. I think there needs to be a distinction mm. between the two. Okay, very true. So what does... Uh, we're in comparisons already, but I guess we can compare the third gen to the, the first gen. Um, yeah, so we're going to have what, to to make these this tier list yeah. more manageable and yeah, you, figure out their placings. Right. Um, well, I was, I was going to put yellow and S tier, to be honest. S tier, really? Yeah. The, I, follow, the, the Pokemon following around the integration of anime aspects as well. Like you get a Pikachu instead of like the three starters. Getting all uh, three starters in the, in the um, journey as well was really good. Yeah. That was very cool. That's why all of those reasons I was going to put it at S tier. Like if you get like that surfing Pikachu, um, which I think is an event only thing anyway, the animation is surfing Pikachu from my understanding. It is. Yes. Um, Yeah. Which is, it's pretty fucking sick. And like what they did with it is such a step up from what they did in gen one. Sorry, in red and blue. But then at the same time, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe for the sake of clutter, maybe red and blue and B tier. Because I'm looking a little down this line and I think, I think the GBA games, getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I think the GBA games need to go clearly, distinctly a tier above the Game Boy games. Hmm. I don't think I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so I think red and blue, B tier, I've changed my mind. Yep. And I, then Pokemon Yellow, A tier. Yeah. I don't think it deserves going to two tiers above red and blue. I think it's just yeah, a it's not that much above. of a step up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, but then it does a lot of things that are fun and different from red and blue, and things that would be neat if like the following Pokemon is always appreciated. Um, and being able to get all three starters is like I think it's the only time in a series until Let's Go that you can do that. Just by casually playing the game and integrating all the anime aspects, it's it's a very unique game in the Pokemon series. It, yeah, it is, and it's I really do like how they integrated the anime aspects. Like it did not only did it capitalize on what made Red and Blue very good, but it capitalized on what made Red and Blue popular, which is the anime aspect. And the, there are probably a, a bit of things you can say about needing a Pikachu on your team. Um, because if you box that Pikachu as soon as you can, you sort of are losing half the... Not half, but you're losing all those nice Pikachu interactions. And You are, yeah. 
Yeah. I, 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 I did think... it on my last playthrough of Yellow just to see if I can, and you can. You kind of lose the soul of the game, though, doing it. It does. I mean, yeah, if you're boxing that Pikachu, you're essentially playing. It even makes a, 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 a sad noise when you do it, just so you it, just twist that knife as you're doing it. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it was very cool. And, and I sort of. Yeah, well, actually, let's leave it at that. Let's, hopes and dreams. Let's leave it. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium, I think C tier. Yep, fantastic. Um, I hate to agree with you too much, uh, but Pokemon Stadium pretty much ports over the battle mechanics from Red and Blue. Um, actually, there's a game here that should be on there, but when we get to uh, Platinum, I'll talk about it then. Um, but yeah, the mini games are fun. They're very shit, though. Um, they're like fun this two or three times you play it, then it's like, wait a minute, this is shit. Uh, it pretty much is borderline because I tried to emulate it a couple of years back, like one or two years ago. Um, it's borderline unplayable without connectivity. Yeah, the Renzel Pokemon are all games. way too shit. Yeah, like you might be able to get through the first couple of cups, but there's no way you're getting through those gym leader challenges with it. Yeah, so, um, and it's losing out on that adventure aspects brings it down a notch. Yeah, it, it does. It does. And it, it sort of, it captures the soul of 3D Pokemon and their sort of sprites and all that and seeing the Pokemon actually in 3D, uh, especially the ones that weren't seen in the anime uh, quite as often, is pretty cool. But at the same time, it's the soul of Pokemon is adventuring and collecting. It does give you the rental Pokemon, which are cool, but they're all fucking dog shit. And the second you figure that out, it's like, huh, this game's gone down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So gold and silver, my friend. What do we reckon? I think this is a D tier. <laughs> um, hey, hey Stephen, have, have you checked <laughs> your walls recently? Because I'm inside them. Yeah, good, as long as you're inside of it and not Gen 2. Um, it's not, I think the pacing for that game is terrible. You pretty much get to after Goldenrod City and then it opens up to you, which is cool, but there is no level scaling whatsoever. So everyone else's Pokemon is like level 30 for like three or four gyms. Um, the Pokemon available to you are literally just Gen 1 Pokemon. And while it does introduce the Dark and the Steel type, uh, there are like what? Three steel types, like one of them being Steelix that you can only get via a trade, which while the sort of aspect of Pokemon is sort of trading and collecting, it's sort of, if you don't have a friend to trade with or you don't have a metal coat or you, it doesn't tell you how to evolve Onyx, it makes it very hard to get one. And the dark types are like, there's only a handful of them anyway. Uh, one, of you, one of them you can get through evolving Eevee. Uh, the other two, Hondoom, Hondower, and Murkrow, are only available in Kento after you've beaten the Elite Four. So they've introduced... Something new, but said, nah, you've got to wait until you're done with the game to get to it. Um, which is very disappointing, and I think it really drags the, drags the game down as a whole. So, I think like, you're being a bit break. too harsh with the D tier. I, I'm fine with you having your problems with it, and I do agree that those problems are all big, um, big disappointing aspects of it, that, but I feel like those are things where you come into it like, looking back on the game and how it could have been paced better and the spread of Pokemon could have been better afterwards. But back in back when this game first came out, it was the perfect sequel to Red, Blue and Yellow. It expanded on everything that the original game set out. It did the battle mechanics better. It did the special splits that saved so much of the um, stat distribution and... Did not, did not, special, dist special is not until Gen 4, my friend. 
No, that's the physical special move sets, but this did the split between special attack and special defense, which yes, okay, yeah, which sorry, heavily nerfed Alakazam. Um, they fixed yeah. up the speeds always crit set glitch. Um, which yeah, we, what, we already it, mentioned yeah, glitches shouldn't count too much, but I think removing that glitch did a big benefits to um the battle system going forward because it didn't break the game as much. Um, yeah, everything uh, about this just feels like a great sequel to the original game. So I, I put these as S-tiers because of how much I love them. These are some of my favorite games of all time. I'm okay. no way. I am not going to sit here and be told these are S-tiers. Absolutely fucking not. I'm going to, I'm going to compromise and say I want these above blue and red at the very least. Um, because Johto as a region, I absolutely love. The addition of being able to go through the Kanto region is such a mind-blowing thing, especially with how late they were able to add that into the game. And even though it's a cut-back version of Kanto, just the ability to go there in general, and it's the only Pokemon game still to have the two regions that are fully explorable like this, it's such a massive leap and bound over the original game. And was it was a huge, huge, uh, big deal when it originally came out. and kind of cemented Pokemon as this legacy franchise. Mm, okay, I'll agree with you on it being a perfect sequel, 100%. Um, I disagree with the Kento aspect because, simply because um, Kento is lifeless. It's got, like, no adventure in it whatsoever. Um, all the trainers you're up against are, like, while they are a bit of a higher level, they're all using baby Pokemon, so it's very hard to get that XP gain to actually level up a bit. Um, it is pretty cool to, like when you get to Cinnabar Island and it's like there's been a volcano eruption there it sort of does continue a story yeah seeing Gary to- being a gym leader after how much of a shit hill he was in the original games is really nice sorry yeah, seeing Blue it- as a gym leader yeah right, the same we both know uh, and, and having Red as the final boss on Mount Silver um, despite the fact that it is very hard to meet to match his Pokemon's level without grinding through the Elite Four it is fucking sick. It's, it's such that. a big deal when you finally yeah. meet Red and get to fight him, and he's using a really good uh, red, blue, and yellow team. Well, he's using red, blue, yellow team. He's not even... He didn't, yeah, oh, he, actually, no, he's got an Espeon, doesn't he? I he think does. Crystal might have added the Espeon. Ah, oh, potentially. Actually, that's another thing. The Gen 2 Pokemon is shit. I, I disagree. I like a lot of yeah, Gen 2 yeah, Pokemon. Like what? Like, what? like, like Drafrig, Dunspar, bullshit. Stanler, shit. Miltank is great. No, it's a fucking, it's fucking Tauros about <laughs> It's a literal fucking cow. I like Houndoom and um, Houndor. I like the Murkrow okay. line. I like Sneasel. I like Ooh, it's Sizzle. Only it's on a Murkrow line at this stage. It's just Murkrow. Oh, yeah, it is too. But yeah, I like yeah. Murkrow, just Vanilla. Just Sneasel at this stage? Just Sneasel all, as well. But I really do like Sneasel. Sne- I, I like Sneasel better than any other variant of Sneasel that's ever come out. It's fucking too many sneezles. Uh, I disagree with you, but I think that's just more on my taste rather than. Uh, I think the three legendary dogs are really cool. I hate yeah. I hate the roaming aspect of them, but as designs, uh, I worst, think they're really mechanic, cool. Worst, yep, worst mechanic in any video game. It I'm is. happy with them having roaming mechanics. I am not happy with them fleeing automatically, and it doesn't really t- tell you that they're going to do that. And if you faint them, if you make them faint, that's it. You're fucked. Yeah. Um. I hate that sort of, like, I enjoy legendary Pokemon. I enjoy them being counters in the overworld and I'll save in front of it. I do not enjoy uh, roaming Pokemon having to fucking chase them. Um, yeah, and especially the legendary dogs being able to run on their first turn. Yeah. 
yeah, and if you're not fast enough, it's too bad. Hmm. I, I don't know. I'm very... I don't think these I'd, can be done A tier. I'd argue I, I want this, this A tier below yellow to make you happy, but I'd also well, be I, okay I putting it in B above red and blue. Yeah. I was just about to say that maybe we should bump red and blue down to C uh, and then put in... And put gold and silver there? Yeah, at B, yeah. I'm happy to, like, relocate things space. And you are right, it is a perfect sequel. Um, it just, with its sequelization, it introduces new mechanics that aren't very good. Uh, but at the same time, it sets out to be a sequel to Red and Blue, and that's what it does. And that's It you've also done it introduced and- Pokemon breeding, which was a much-needed aspect. Yeah, debatable. Um, it only introduced breeding for the baby Pokemon as well, don't forget. They did, but being able yeah. to breed so you don't have to keep going out and catching. I think this also added um, uh, natures. Uh, did it? I thought it was Gen 3. Gen 3 uh, added abilities. I thought Gen 3 added natures as well. Uh, when were abilities... Whoops. Gender... Uh, natures added in Pokemon. Um... Not it. Not it. Uh, hang on, Bubble Peter. Uh, they were introduced in Generation 3. Sorry, big fella. Dang. Yeah. Gen 3. Uh, well, let's not talk about Gen 3 just yet. We're not there. Yeah. But also um, with okay, the cool. color aspects, I just also want to mention, they also added Shinies this generation. I was introduced in Crystal, my dude. Was it introduced in Crystal? I'm pretty sure it was. Um... I mean, it's still Gen 2, technically. Oh, well, that's the next game on the list, Pokemon Crystal, big fella. Yeah, let's not let's not jump the horse. Um, no. Uh, um, hang on, hang on. I'm pretty uh, sure they're in they gold and silver. Yeah, actually, no, you're right. Yeah, originally called rare Pokemon. Uh, in the debug menu in gold and silver. So I guess that's when they were introduced. Yeah. Um, it must have been fucking atrociously hard to get one of those. Probably some of them are absolutely fucking disgusting. Um, with how to get them. Um, but yeah, okay, no, okay, yeah, it does introduce shiny Pokemon. Um, am I a fan of shiny Pokemon as a whole? Not really, in my opinion. Borderline luck at some point. Uh, but that's fine. Let's, uh, let's continue on. Crystal, I think, is just slightly above um, gold and silver. Like, Absolutely. Same, it's, same it's, tier. It's, it's the exact same game, but they made Soikun a quest line instead of a roaming. And uh, Suicune. Suicune, um, yes. Sweet. And also um, the animated sprites are nice. Animated sprites. Absolute Kino. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're but, right. But it literally, yeah, basically, it's literally the exact same game besides those two things. Yeah, it doesn't add the same soul the Pokemon uh, Yellow does, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's good for what it is. It's probably better than playing Gold and Silver. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, and I think it does a couple of like weird gameplay changes to change a couple of trainers and all that kind of thing and you can do some weird things um also we did mention this before but how your mum can store money for you and stuff yeah really cool your mum's a bank yeah yeah and then she buys Very pokemon cool. dolls with your bank money yeah i didn't ask her to do that um she buys like items and she buys like oh i'm not sure if this is hard gold or silver but she does buy evolution stones as well um that might be not gold or silver huh. all right cool we're in agreement yeah. It's, it's better in the sake of it fixes a couple of things, but it does not add anything. 
Yeah, nothing, no. nothing worth discussing. I feel maybe I'm completely yeah. wrong about that, but there's nothing that I've noticed. Yeah, n- nothing that like immediately sticks to mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you're right. It's just the quest line. It's a moving sprite. The moving sprites are fucking sick. Stadium two goes above stadium. I don't know 100%. if it goes above red and blue. Um, I'd say, I'd say it's B tier. Do you think it's B tier? It's B tier because it adds, uh, there's like a lesson school in it. And that does teach you a lot of mechanics and how that works. Is another thing we didn't mention about Gen 2 is the introduction of held items. Yes. Uh, yeah, which is sort of a borderline game changer in some of the areas, especially with uh, turning acorn. And I think they had berries in Gen 2, or was it just acorn? Actually, no, it was, it was just acorn. Yeah. Um, but you did have like items like leftovers or uh, I think like charcoal, mystic water, all those shit ones. Um, but they, it does sort of teach you how to do that. It does. I do. I specifically remember there being, I think it's called like Earl's Academy or something. And I specifically remember this one with a muck that would use nothing but um, acid armor. And it was teaching you about special defense and special moves. Um, and I couldn't work it out as a kid because I couldn't work out special, like special attacks. I, I kept using special attacks and the idea was to no use physical attack. And it was really cool that it sort of taught you that thing. Uh, and just more broadly as well, um, I, I probably should have emulated it to sort of see if the rental Pokemon are a bit better. But it was very cool that the amount of mini games that you're allowed to do was about like two or three times as much. Uh, and those mini games are a lot more fun. Than the yeah. One. But on this list, I've already put it below gold and silver. Basically the same reason we put Stadium below red and blue. Yeah. The lack of the adventure yeah. element and catching elements. Yeah. It, it has to be, naturally uh, put it behind. Yeah, no, definitely, hundred percent. But it, it's it, like you were able to sort of get dolls for your room as well. Like you had a room in there, and you could get dolls for your room as well. Like they gave it a bit more soul. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Better game than Stadium, but still not punching above mainline game status. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Ruby and Sapphire, eh? Yep. Um. I'll, I'll let you put first. Uh. First perch on this. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be able to put this. Like, this is me guessing where I'd put it because I haven't played Ruby and Sapphire properly. I've watched watched someone play it and that got me to wanting to get a Game Boy Advance. But then when I went to go get Ruby and Sapphire, they didn't have it. So I ended up getting Legacy of Goku 2 instead that day. (laughs) Um, I played Emerald Uh. a little bit. Not finished, but I've emulated Emerald a fair bit. Um, We'll we'll get to Emerald when we get to it. But Um. Vanilla, Ruby and Sapphire... I can't say there's there's nice additions that they've done and I'd assume at the very least it goes B tier above Gen 2. I would put it in A tier. You want it in A tier? Uh, I would like it in A tier. Let me explain. Um, okay. So it, I, I'll put it behind it yellow for now, but go with your explanation and yeah. we'll sort it out uh, proper. Yeah. So uh, that introduces a shit ton more Pokemon. Uh, it introduces a, and the cool Pokemon as well. Um, it's a... Bit of a shame that shame that some of these new Pokemon are locked between the different versions, but unfortunately that that's what it is. Oh yeah, Gen is infamous for how badly they spread their uh, Pokédex, isn't it? It is, and, and you can't. Uh, and this is probably maybe a point against it as well. That when it first came out, there was no way. Well, actually, there still really isn't. Is there's no way to connect Ruby and Sapphire to uh, Gold and Silver Gen and one, yeah, yeah, Gen One, Red and Blue? So there is a very big like you have to start over. You, yeah, and there is no. There's no way to get those Pokemon up that you've loved to Gen 3. Not until uh, Fire Red Leaf Beam came out, you can get it. Um, 
But there was a lot more friendlier in like the graphical information. Yeah, the graphical interface. The soundtrack is absolutely fucking keno with those uh, those trumpets. The horns fill Genfrey with so much soul. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Um, it's the introduction of abilities and natures. Uh, the introduction of double battles as well. Yes, double battles are so good. Yeah, and, and it sort of it makes you feel like you're in a completely new region. Whereas in like Gen 2, like you go into the grass, uh, one of the first encounters you get is either like a Retadar or a Pidgey. Whereas you're going to a grass in here, you're encountering a Poochiana or a Zigzagoon, um, a Talo, a, a Surskit, or a Wormpool. You're ca- you're, these are all Gen 3 Pokemon. These are all new. Um, for better or worse, there's something to be said about like if you lose, like you, you can't get old reliable Pokemon, um, which is a bit of a shame, but it was fantastic. What was the anime's um, New Frontier, wasn't it? Uh, adventure, uh, advanced Battle, I think. Advanced actually, Battle. New Frontier yeah. might have been a Digimon ping, actually. Um, or no, New Frontier might be like the Emerald version because they go to the Battlefront. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, the anime kind of also leaned into the how heavily changed Gen 3 was from the first two gens. Yeah, it wasn't Ash continuing his, his adventure. It was Ash having a new adventure in a new region. Um, and we didn't talk about it on Crystal, but, I'll, uh, but the introduction of a female protagonist. Um, yes, that's the other the- thing Crystal added that was really good. Yeah, but this one has a female protagonist as well, and it's also sets up the um, if I pick the boy character, the girl character is my rival. There yeah. is, which I thought was pretty cool. It, and it, it turns it, sort of it turns the up. opposite gender into an actual character. Yeah, exactly. It's not wasted, and it's also it got a bit more of a story, shall I say? Like with the whole magma, aqua, uh, land, water, and then there's sort there's an event when. Uh, Team Magma or Team Aqua activate their red orb or their blue orb when they set Kyogre or Groudon out. And the whole scenery changes. There's heavy rain flowing everywhere in the region if Kyogre's around, or it's in- intense sun in the entire region, pretty much, uh, when the, that event is going on. And it was very amazing to have that event happen and to have it present in the overworld and then to have it present in battles as well. Um, I thought that was fantastic as a kid. I think it's fantastic now. Um, it's Bit of a shame as well. There was uh, a lot more event Pokemon in this. You've got uh, Jirachi uh, and a bunch of other Pokemon. <laughs> Deoxys. Uh, yeah, Jirachi, Deoxys, and the whole Deoxys changing forms, which is really cool. But as a kid, as far as I'm aware, those Pokemon did not exist because you could not. <laughs> I remember um, hearing a schoolyard um, rumor about... Deoxys, you needed to wait an entire year of doing something before it would become available. Yeah, the fucking rumors around. You can only get it if you went to Japan or New York City at one day of the week. Yeah. Um, which is probably a point against it, but I think... I mean, it's kind of a point against the entire series in general. It is. Because um, that started in Gen 1 with Mew, and then Gen 2 had that whole GS ball that was like what's supposed to be on the... Yeah, the GS... And that was supposed to be on the cartridge when they cut it and they ended up giving it out in Japan really easily and it had the quest but they didn't do it in the West. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very glad. And the GS ball also showed up in the anime and then they're like they dropped it and they were just kind of hoping people would forget about it. Yeah, exactly. And it, I really like it. I followed it. Yeah. Um, so do you want it above yellow or below yellow? Um, I'd say below yellow just because Yellow has more soul, whereas this is more new introduction. Okay, um, that's fair. 
Yeah, but at the same time, that might be nostalgia too. I, I will, I will um, allow nostalgia to weigh into this tier list. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. And don't forget contests as well. This introduced contests. Um, and as a kid, I fucking love contests. I didn't know how they worked. I um, think this I is also the one that, I, this also introduced berries and being able to plant berries. It did. It did too. It did too. Yeah. Um, a lot of like autistically using, uh, like I'd have to wake up early in the morning to harvest my berries. I don't know why I did that, but yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Coliseum. Pokemon Coliseum. I haven't played uh, it. I've seen videos for it. CT. CT. Um, it tries very hard to be. So for those that haven't played Pokemon Coliseum, it's a Nintendo GameCube game. Um, it, it's essentially trying to emulate what Stadium did with having 3D sort of Pokemon, but it gives you an adventure to go on. Yeah. That's why I've just put it above Stadium because it has an actual yeah. storyline to go through. Yeah, I, and essentially what happens is there are shadow... Po- it's only double battles, so it's really focusing on that. Uh, Gen 3 introduced double battles. You're only doing double battles here. And it introduced... Uh, so it, it has shadow Pokemon as well, and that's how you catch Pokemon. The only way you can get more Pokemon in your game um, is to catch shadow Pokemon from, like, bad guys, essentially. Yeah. Or trainers that are using shadow Pokemon. Um, and I didn't you have to go through game. an entire process of turning them good again before they're properly usable. <laughs> Exactly. You have to like uh, battle with the Pokemon and then like it brings their purification meter down and then you have to like purify them by going to a specific village. Um, it's fucking tedious as shit. And towards yeah, the I've... later part of the game when you've got your team sort of sorted, you're like, I don't care about these kind of things. Yeah, it seems to be a very grindy game, especially when it's one of the ways to complete the national decks for Gen 3 because they, yeah. they introduce Pokemon here that aren't in Ruby, Sapphire and Emerald. So the only way to get them into that game is to get them from Colosseum. Exactly. Yeah, like it, it, you can get the three legendary dogs in here. Um, it's 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 cool of what it tries to do, but it's a shit implementation. Like you're, I think you've only got like fifty Pokemon you can catch. Like, well, every single Pokemon is like modeled in here, and it does connect with Ruby and Sapphire, so you can sort of transfer back and forth. Um, it sort of does just sort of not really feel good and if you don't have a like i was em- emulating it um the pokemon you get a fucking garbage yeah um, <laughs> it seems needs for think- a one-time playthrough or maybe just check it out for a couple of hours um well we're, we're at fast travel lounge we're very big advocates for finishing what you start finishing what you start um i think it's 15 to 20 hours oh, and, and this game is just fucking slow as well yeah like it's you get to the late part of the game, it's like, all right, cool, fantastic. I've got to fight these, these fucking 10 trainers. They're all using dumb hope. Apparently, the final boss of this game is like a brick wall as well. Uh, yeah, um, I think I had a bit of trouble. I, as a kid, I don't think I could get past it for a while. Um, but as a, a grown man, I had no problem. But I, I think it was just because I knew the mechanics. I had my team. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really, you can't. The only way you can grind is if you go to this thing called, uh, I think it's the Battle something. Battle Palace, Battle Maze or something. And it was just pretty, essentially 100 levels to go up and that was the way you can grind. And I do remember when I emulated, I did have to go back and grind because my Pokemon, it, it's not that the final boss is hard, it's just that he's like five levels whole, like like higher than you, which isn't fair. Uh, and it really, I'm not sure what the intent of that is. It's to try to make you to, to encourage grinding or if it's to... Uh, encourage transferring Pokemon, but yeah, C tier Pokemon Call here. It's not bad, but nah, doesn't hold up. Yeah, Emerald S tier. Yep, hundred percent. 
I I've um, never finished it, but I know the stories of the Battle Frontier. I know how much it, it, people love it. I think it deserves S tier just off that. Yep, it deserves S tier as well because it introduces like Rayquaza. Oh, Rayquaza's in the uh, Ruby and Sapphire, but it introduces it as a mechanic. Um, I'm pretty sure you can ca- you can catch both Kyogre and Groudon, um, so you're not split by the versions. Um, it is just a it's an overall like better game, and it fixes a lot of the problems that or maybe not problems, but it introduces uh, it re brings in ah uh, it's it's a funny word a lot more of the older Pokemon from Gens one and two that didn't make the cut. Yeah, it it is. It, very good for game. all intents and purposes, is what a third version should strive to be in. It brings in a bunch of things that didn't make the first cut and massively yep. increases the end game. Yeah, the introduction of the Battle Frontier is probably one of the best. Such so fucking cut that we haven't really got one since Gem Five. But it was it, not only was it it was a whole bunch of things to do. Like there was like what seven facilities yet to be all with interesting mechanics. Like the Battle Pyramid was pretty much a cave. The Battle Dome was a tournament. Um, the one that looked like a Zaviper was like pretty much, ah, oh, what's behind this door? Oh, you're all poisoned. Get fucked. <laughs> um, which some of those areas are loosely RNG, which, which isn't fair. Um, but it's still very fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's more to on. say about that. Emerald I is what have... Pokemon should strive to be, kind of. Ooh, well, this is going to be awkward for you, Seth. But it turns out Fire Red Leaf Green came out before him. Oh, is it? I was going off what you said yeah. before. Um, I thought it did as well. Um, we were a fool. You shouldn't have listened to me. Right, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Um, um, yeah, because Fire Red and Leaf Green definitely came out before Pokemon XD. Um, but yeah, uh, solid. At AG. least A, yeah. Yeah. It goes, a, I, a I think it goes above Yellow even. It, like, yep, yellow has yellow. so much soul with what it did, but Fire Red and, Fire Red and Leaf Green is just the definitive way to play Gen 1. Yep. Um, it's so much better. It introduced, um, probably, I'm not sure if you played it as a kid, but it came with like a wireless dongle, and it's my, that was my first experience with wireless It's technology. even on the little box art here. It is fucking fantastic. I love that. Um, it was very good. Like, after you get pretty halfway through the game, you get, you get like additional contact, like additional content in the Sebi Islands. Fantastic. You mean uh, um, one island, two island, three island, and four island? Yeah, oh yeah, you get that, and then when you finish the game, you can go to the rest of the Sevai Island. Yeah. Very, very true. And there's a whole other thing uh, as well. Um, it's very cool. really liked it. Um, there were problems with, or oh, I remember there were a bit of, not problems, but there's the exclusive Pokemon between the two is pretty rough. Um, not a lot there. Uh, I think that it, was the case with Red and Blue in general as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. It was it was literally everything you wanted out, out of like a remake. Like it literally built up the games, put a, a good coat of paint up on it, uh, and then brought brought Gen it. One up to Gen Three standards, which is what you want from the remakes. Exactly, and it was released like what ten years after. So it's it's probably the first. Uh, not to, to say this is the first fall or the first. Uh, idea of gaming of just release a game ten minutes ten years later with a fresh coat of paint. Um, but this does above and beyond what a remake or a remaster should do. It is very very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are fantastic uh, games. Yep. Yeah. Uh, an XD Gale of Darkness. Um, B tier. B tier. Just uh, just to make it above Colosseum. 
Yeah, like it, it fixes a shit ton of the problems that Colosseum has. Like you can find wild Pokemon now. Um, the pool of Pokemon you can get is a lot better. Like you can get the Gen 2 starters um, and quite early on as well. Gen 2 or Gen 3 starters? No, I can't remember. Um, I think it would be Gen some... 2 because I believe the Colosseum games were heavy on the Gen 1 and 2 pandering so that you could bring those Pokemon up to Gen 3. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah, so that's very cool. Um, the storyline's like a bit better. Uh, there are a couple of single battles instead of just having the double battles. Uh, and there introduces like a purification machine and a purification mechanic where you can put all the Pokemon that you've purified in like a weird grid and that would like purify the shadow Pokemon. And you can pretty much purify Pokemon from like anywhere in the overworld as well, which is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, Saves a lot of hassle but, on yeah. that end. Yeah. Perfect sequel, um, but it does suffer the same sort of problems. It does introduce like a weird battle sims as well, which if you can get like certain discs, it's like it will simulate you're in a situation. You can use like a, a Metagross and a Tyranitar or something, um, which is pretty cool, uh, but you don't really get those Pokemon. The rewards are pretty average at best. Uh, but yeah, it, it does. It does encourage. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't think it encourages transferring Pokemon, but it definitely does exist as a bridge to get more Pokemon into your uh, Gen 3 games, whether that be Emerald or Ruby and... Uh, sorry, Leaf, Fire and Leaf Green. Yep, yep. BT. Fair enough. Um, so, Stephen, I'm going to have to take a step back. The next three games are all yours. Three. Yeah, okay, I, no. I got into the DS very late. I didn't get a DS until the 3DS system was out. And that was the same time Black and White came out, and that was when I got back into Pokemon. So I skipped yeah. Gen 4, enti- well, basically the entirety of Gen 3 and Gen 4. Uh, okay, so my so we'll just start off with the Diamond and Pearl. Um, the first one's on the, the DS. Um, the introduction of uh, the Wi-Fi connection and battling people anywhere in the world was really cool. Yeah, uh, the Global Sinon Trade Hope. Center as well, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, I think that comes in Platinum. Um, really? Maybe, maybe go fact check that while I'm talking shit at the moment. Um, but I know I definitely had Wi-Fi uh, battling. I used to, me and I rather used to, we had to get that fucking Nintendo dongle thing that was like $70 so our DSs could connect to the internet so we could get logged by people using hacked Pokemon on Cerebi. Um Oh, man. Logged. It was introduced um, in Diamond and Pearl. It was? Okay. Thank you. Good, good back check. Uh, but also, in, it, it, the key thing this introduced, and probably while I might rate it a bit higher, is uh, the physical special split. Yes. Uh, which is desperately needed for the game. It desperately gave it more viability to different Pokemon, and it just made things a lot more sense. Like, just because it's a fire move, like fire punch, why is that a special attack? Yeah. It should be a, a physical attack. And that was really And cool. it did a lot for certain Pokemon. Like, Flareon didn't have any good moves until this... Um physical special in-move split happens. Yeah, exactly. It was really cool. Like, it definitely does give more lifeblood. And I, I eventually, I, every now and then, I'll feel the need to, like, replay, like, Fire Red and Leaf Green or something. But I don't want, I need the physical special split. So I'm always looking for that fucking ROM hack. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's very good. It was also good. They had the Pokey Clicker. Not the Pokey Clicker. Um, the... Pokey, not Pokey Nav, uh, not Pokey Gear. Um, the thing they had on the 
The Poke uh, Walker yeah. is in Hardcore and Soul Silver. Yeah, uh, that fucking. Um, the thing they had on the, the Pokey Watch, was it? I think it might have been Pokey Watch. Uh, it up now. Fuck, it is Pokey Watch as well. Damn. Um, oh, the, the Poketch, the Poketch. It's the Poketch. Um, that was very cool. Like, you could use it to keep the time in your DS. You could use it to keep track of Pokemon you're breeding. You could keep track of which berries are where. It was fantastic. I really liked it. Um... And, uh, a point against it, possibly. I hear this is also a very slow generation. Absolute, yeah, absolute garbage. It is. You have to go through Mount Coronet. Um, oh, not just that, but fight. also the battling, like HP draining, is very slow. Moves coming out are very slow. Oh yeah, yeah. It takes like a lot longer. Like I, I in their defense, and I probably shouldn't be defending it like this. Um, it does make it feel a bit grander, but it does just make it. Getting that slow drain of a one-hit KO. Yeah, it takes fucking ages. And late games, especially with Pokemon high HP, it takes fucking ever. It's a weird tension thing because you you kind of want to anticipate if it's going to be a one-hit or not, and that slow drain kind of adds, like, attention to it. So when it it does drain all the way, you get a sense of relief, and if it doesn't, then you dread. Exactly, and you don't really know when it's going to stop. It just sort of all goes at the same time. Uh, it is pretty cool how they it did the underground. Massive props to that. That probably, if it didn't have the underground, I probably would score it a bit lower. Um, it, honestly, and I, maybe this is because I got the nostalgia goggles taken off me with Diamond and Pearl, and I sorry with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl because that game did not fucking change or fix anything. Um. And I get the feeling if I went back and played Diamond and Pearl at the moment, I would fucking hate it. Especially what Pokemon's come recently. Like, it's a lot more faster paced. It's uh, just the need for HMs. And everyone's like, oh, you can just use B-Barrel as a HM slave. I shouldn't fucking have. Um, and, like, the, the, the sheer slowness of the game is just fucking infuriating. So I reckon, I reckon it's a C-tier, to be honest. C-tier? Where on C do C-tier. you want it? Um, I want it above Colseen, but below Red and Blue. That's fair. Yeah, it's probably a bit harsh, like, uh, from a Pokemon design point of view. And the oh, fact oh that I'm, I'm going to let you be harsh here because I'm going to be very harsh soon. I'm going to brick you in the back of your head if I think you're going to say what I'm going to say. Um, but oh, this, this should be a bit further back, by the way. Um, uh, yes. Um, I think it had the, the Battle Frontier as well. It uh, might have. Uh, hang on. Quick. Maybe it did. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I know, I had to, yeah. Unless it was added in Platinum. Um, where? Uh, surely they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't fucking do that, would they? Actually, no, they wouldn't, because it, it's, it's, po- fucking... it's Pokemon Platinum and Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, um, there's a fight, yeah, no, a it's, fight it's area in, yeah, in Diamond in... and Pearl. Yeah, it's get yeah, the fight area, and it's not like the battle frontier. It's just yeah. the battle tower. That's but there's yeah. a battle park in Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, uh, that's not the same. I'm pretty sure it's just like a battle tower there, oh, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, I really, I'm a really big fan of like Gen Four Pokemon. Is a general. I, li- I do like the evolutions they've given. I do like. Yeah, yeah. I was about to go onto that same tangent. I like that Gen yeah. Four gives evolutions to older Pokemon to bring them up to viability. 
Yeah, I don't like how the fucking uh, Samo's evolution method or how late you get those Pokemon. Like, to get a Mamoswine, uh, you have to get, like, a Palaswine, which you can't get, which it learns Asian Parrot level 33 to evolve, but you don't get that Pokemon until, like, after the Elite Four. Yeah. Uh, which is, there's a big part of that. So it kind of has a couple of the same issues that Gold and Silver had. Yeah, like, it introduces new things, but, it's like, now you get it after the game. And, like, no, give it to me as part of the game. And it's a whole fucking big block of Pokemon that evolve, like Porygon Z, Magmortar, Electivire. But they just you get to it. Man, I love like, Electivire as well. Like, that's such a sick oh, Pokemon. so good. Such a fucking Pokemon. Uh, him and Magmortar. Uh, and it also, this also, I uh, probably should... Uh, nah, Luxray is probably one of my favorite Pokemon. Luxray is pretty cool, uh, yeah. I don't have a lot of nostalgia for Gen 4 Pokemon because I skipped this generation. But there are a lot of Pokemon here that I really like. Yeah. I I like I really like the Piplup and Chimchar lines of Pokemon. Turtwig's all right, but I don't feel a lot for that one. But the other two are sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Pokemon Platinum. Um, This fixes everything that goes wrong in Diamond and Pearl. So I reckon it's an eight tier. Eight tier. Yep, brings back the Battle Frontier. I'll put it Uh, at the back for now. I'll let you go through your reasonings and then place it. Yeah, it, it fixes up all the slow things there. It, you don't have to go back and forth between Mount Coronet, Coronet and all that type of stuff. There are, there are problems with uh, pacing in that game as well, but I think that's more of a Gen 4 type of thing as well. Um, it, you get, like, when you finish the game, there's, uh, I think it is the legendary dogs start roaming the, the region as well, which are pretty cool. Um, they always go back really, to the legendary dogs. Yeah, I think it's because they're like semi, maybe not rare, um, but they're, they're iconic for being the was, roamings. Yeah, like and because like with Gen One, you can get the, the birds. Like, if, oh, sorry, with Fire Red Leaf Green, you can get the birds. There's no way to get. I think actually, no. I think the dogs are roaming in Fire Red Leaf Green, or at least some of them are. They um, yeah, they might have get, added like, them post game. Yeah. Uh, but just a bit faster the, the underground is still very cool as well um, the introduction of new Pokemon as well like we didn't mention it with Gen 4 but how Flint the fire type elite 4 member um, has two fire types because they're the only fire types <laughs> yeah. available at that point of the game and one of them is a fucking starter like Infernape is pretty embarrassing but with yeah, the introduction of more Pokemon it sort of fixes that issue and that is it a balancing issue? Probably, which means it falls into the same thing as red and blue. But I think it's just what they tried to do with introduction of more Pokemon. They sort of like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, they, it was an that. oversight and they fixed it with Farm um, Platinum. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I still think it's, it, it's fantastic. Um, it's, it's better. It's, they, and they also introduced the player having a, a different look as well. Like, you don't look what... The people in Diamond and Pearl, like the main character in Diamond and Pearl, look like you look like you've got like a blue outfit or purple outfit. But yeah, I thought it was fantastic. So where are you placing it in eight here? Above Ruby and Sapphire, but below but below uh, yellow. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it does some really good things. It is a much better game than uh, Diamond and Pearl, uh, but. Rather game that's better. All right, now I gotta now I gotta hear you talk about Hardcore and Soul Silver. Uh, 
Oh, actually, no. You have left out Pokemon Battle Revolution. I would have said that they're okay. I'm not going to take the heat on this. I didn't forget about it. It was just this is how the tier list was made. Uh, I I didn't make this tier list, but yeah, I also noticed that Pokemon Battle Revolution was missing. But I don't know. It, It seems like a worse stadium. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a worse stadium. Uh, Looks like tangent. It it kind of is because it doesn't give you access to all the rental Pokemon. And I think I am completely uh, nostalgic for this game in a way that's probably inappropriate. Such a big conflict of interest. Because I had uh, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, and I was going pretty far back and forth with transferring my Pokemon, logging the other gym leaders. Oh, not gym leaders, the trainers in this game. But having like a 3D model character that you could change the outfits of, um, being able to like, like the Pokemon would actually go up to each other. Like if you, let's say an Umbreon used a bite attack on an Espeon, it would, like the Umbreon would cross the field and bite it, um, which is pretty fucking sick. Yeah, animation uh, work seems really nice, but yeah. feature-wise it seems like it had less than Stadium 2. Yeah, it, it loses the minigames. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty... Yeah, it's less than it's. I'd probably put a B tier, but less than actually. Now, realistically, it's D tier. I'm just calling my fucking soldier goggles on. But let's not talk. Yeah, let's not talk about that. It's not on this list. Let's not worry about it. Um, hard gold, sell silver. Um, S tier. There, I said it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was going to. I no matter what you said, I was going to say it has to go above gold and silver because, like. Even without experiencing it, I know how much this is like a vast improvement over gold and silver in so many ways that it had to at least be above those two. I was going to argue. Yeah, no. I, I think, like, I, and every now and then the craving to play hard gold and silver, silver will, uh, tries to strike me. But it is a fantastic game. Like the problems with the pacing are really shit. The problems with the Pokemon like introduction are really bad, but it. But those are all like Gen two problems, um, and this is a Gen four game, so I think it's an unfair comparison to do that kind of stuff. But the introduction of uh, the Pokeathlon, um, where you can use to sort of get items to evolve Pokemon into the Gen four counterparts, um, the introduction well not the introduction but bringing back the Battle Frontier as well, uh, it's I think it is quintessential fucking fantastic they've redone all the music in a way that makes it sound fantastic yeah i really uh, do like the hard gold and soul silver remixes of um those songs no no matter what version yeah. of it it is the champion theme always slaps yeah always so fucking good yeah so fucking good um yeah it does sort of fall into the same problem as original gen 2 uh, but i don't think it's fair to sort of compare that like what Champion Lance has like what fucking three Dragonites, um, but that yeah, it also has walking Pokemon. Does have walking Pokemon? Yes, it's fucking fantastic. It, and the Pokemon. Look, 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 look how many Pokemon games we've listed off. It took from Yellow to Heart Gold and Soul Silver for us to get walking Pokemon back. Yeah, it's uh, you get every single Pokemon can walk with, and they can find you items. And because uh, don't forget, I think it's yeah, this game has. Something you can do to dress like your Pokemon. I can't remember if it's like contest or something, but it can find. But, but when you're walking with Pokemon, they can actually no. Sorry, that's Amity Square and Pokemon Platinum. Never mind. Actually, um, please ignore. But yeah, no, fantastic. And then Pokemon can you know, talk to them. They can find stuff for you. It's 
fantastic. It's a level of soul that very rare for Pokemon to get right, and it looks very fucking fantastic having like the sprite work. Yeah. So, do you, are you okay with it being at the bottom of S tier, or do you want it above Emerald? Nah, it's below Emerald. Below Emerald, much better. Okay. Yeah. Now this is where I put on minus soldier goggles because I think both black and white games are S tiers. I I will argue a distinction of putting one of them in A because I think the sequel as an S tier and black and white one as an A tier is correct. But on on some level, I think I like black and whites more than the sequel. Yep. Black and white is S tier, black two, white two. While good is uh, A tier. Okay, so we'll do the uh, reverse what? of what I wanted. But Yeah, very good. Well, let, uh, let, what, let's get what? into it. Like, yeah, let's get into yeah, why. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> well, you start first. I've been talking a lot here. You, you, can have, you can have a friend. Okay, so like I said before, black and white was my reintroduction to the series. And I know so many people hate this, but I love that this region just does a completely new Pokedex. I know there's arguments to make of uh, the P-Dove is just a regional bird. Um... Pat Rat is just Radisar. I don't give a shit. It's don't care. New Pokemon. Yeah, it's all new Pokemon. All new skins. Give they're all getting different abilities, different move sets. Um, a lot of people bag on this generation's Pokédex, but there's so many fucking winners in here. Scolopede is great. Uh, Seismitoad is great. I really like the Conkodo line. Exegadrill is good. Um. The Sandile line, fucking fantastic, as well as Darumaka, Dimension, Scraggy, Scrafty, Yamask, and Cofferigus. Uh, People yeah. talk Trubbish and Garbodor, but I fucking love those Pokemon. It's yeah. it's such yeah. a no, such a great really such a great Pokédex. Unova is a fantastic region. All uh, they they animate the sprites again, which is so so soulful again. Um. I think this is the introduction of having two rivals and I really do like Cheren and Bianca in the original game. Um, I like running into oh, them every, every um, city because their stories are progressing and I really do like their stories. Cheren might be kind of angsty the entire time, but he grows out of it. Seeing Bianca being like, no, I want to grow as my own person and realizing that Pokemon training isn't her thing, but... Um, she does love Pokemon in a specific way, and then seeing that pay off in the sequel, so so good. I I, lo- I love Generation Five so much. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, no, completely agree with you. Uh, oh, if also uh, minor correction in Gen Three, you had the two rivals as well with like the opposite gender and Wally. That's right, um, Wally. Yeah. Wally counts, I guess, but he only shows up like twice, doesn't he? Oh yeah, like three times, and like one of them's at the Elite Four. Yeah. Um, you sort of do, he appears, he's like a lot front-loaded, like you literally just sort of hang out with him, you give him the routes, um, and he goes off and you see him in like Burdum Turf Town, where he's like, yeah, I'm actually really cool, I'm doing good. Uh, and he's like, cool, he's like literally the last person you beat at the Victory Road, fuck, weird. Um, but yeah, well, I think we'll talk more is, Wally when we get to Omega Ruby and Alpha yeah, Sapphire. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think you're, you're right. Pokemon uh, Black and White 1 is, I think, well, I think Black and White 1 is. Much better than Black and White Two, um, I, because but the, the 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 way that it like it's a hard reset. Yeah, it was literally the it was the one thing that Pokemon needed, and 
you can say things that like there are like the pidovs there was a reskin of Pidgey or Patarad's a reskin or it ran out of designs because it's got a fucking ice cream Pokemon. They literally had a snake Pokemon Gen One. Yeah. Fucking hate that. Idea. Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon's always had lazy designs. Like there's one that's literally just a Pokeball. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like what the fuck? One of it involves into upside down Pokeball. Yeah. Um, you, you can throw that complaint yeah. at a lot of Pokemon and people go, oh yeah, but the, 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 that's from the generation I like. Fuck off. Generation yeah, 5 is a, is a generation I like, so I'll accept all of their bad Pokemon designs. Um, and can't forget some good quality of life changes like TMs being uh, complete use, uh, so uh, infinite usage. Yes. Very, very, very cool. Um, we've got some other features like you can connect to that the Dream Network or whatever it was to yeah. get some sort of so, uh, exclusive Pokemon, I remember you used to play that quite heavily. The Seagear was really um, good because it just made connecting to other people anywhere at any, uh, like, it, yeah, you, you got to use, like, the infrared or whatever, but you didn't have to go to a Pokemon center to connect to people. You could just use it from anywhere yeah. in the map. Yeah, anywhere you want. And I had that uh, in the post game, you had, like, White Forest or Black City, and that would change depending on, like, you had that weird entry link thing in the middle, and you could do quests and stuff to build up either White Forest or Black City, and that would... Um, yep, uh, and then there's a surprise Cynthia battle. Yep, and, very cool as and, well. And as a rival is fantastic. So technically this game has three rivals, but um, yeah, N and Plasma are fantastic villains. The um, Getsis and the Sages are a little um, generic, but I really like N and like his worldview. And he's, he's not really antagonistic. He's like, I have my beliefs and I, I need someone to challenge them. And if I'm wrong, then that's it. I, I fully accept being wrong in this situation and will grow as a person. Yeah. And, and I've heard this argument before in on the other Pokemon podcast I listen to. Uh, but it's, is it really a you story? This is an end story. Like the way that it's, he, he's like sort of the king of Team Plasma and then he gets, then he's growing and he has to sort of accept the fact that Team Plasma is doing something wrong. Uh, I really sort of like that and that heel turn of guests that's going, no, fuck you, I'm, I'm in charge. Fuck you, and he's a dumb sack of shit. Yeah, you, like you, you and N are two sides of the same coin sort of thing. N is like your voice. He, he's not your voice specifically, but he's the voice doing the opposite. He's like the voice against yours sort of thing. Like, he, mm. whatever you would say in that moment, he's kind of saying the opposite to like give an opposite perspective of what you would give. Yeah, and don't forget as well, um, it brought in Seasons as well. Seasons uh, is a neat thing. Which, it was only in this generation, and I can see why they're gone, is, yeah. but I also really like the addition of it and all the maps changing depending on the season. Yeah, and there was that, I remember it was in this one or in Black 2, White 2. If you're doing it in winter, you can save like a, a significant piece of time because it's like a bridge or something. Um, that's made out of the snow. It, it, I will say the introduction of like dealing and source buck that have different forms depending on the seasons are fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, make, make, there is no different mechanic that I'm aware of. That like if you've got like an autumn dealing versus oh a, no, there's no mechanical changes, just yeah. visual. But it's a cool visual gimmick. Very visual, very cool. Uh, don't forget it brought in um everyone's favorite. Uh, types of battling, triple battles, and rotation battles. I actually really do like those um, battle mechanics. Uh, I know they were underutilized and people hate them, but I think triple is kind of neat. And rotation is a is a weird spin that I kind of enjoy. 
uh, triple battles are the devil's work. Um, rotation battles are 4D chess. I will not be, uh, uh, I will not be argued with. No, I can agree with that. And I really like the yeah. idea of 4D chess being in Pokemon. Yeah, because it was like, oh, which way is he going to rotate? Oh, if he rotates this way, he's going to do this. Like, I, but is, uh, is, is he going to call out that I'm going to rotate to go against his rotation? Yeah, yeah, it's a weird 4D chess, and I reckon if they had, like, Pokemon VGC was triple battles now, it would, like, you'd either get, like, dumb shit players that just win because they're dumb shit, um, or you'd get, like, 200 IQ chess players. Yeah, um, definitely. No in-between. But yeah, I... Thought it was fantastic. Unfortunately, there are still patients in here, but it's a shame that those uh, battle systems were locked to this generation as well. Yeah, oh, I think in Heart Gold, no, sorry, not Heart Gold, Sun and Moon, there was a rotation battle, or maybe that was a triple battle. I don't remember those happening. I thought the 3DS would have exploded in trying to do those. Yeah, that's right. It was a very big fucking play. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's black and white S tier. Um, black 2, white 2, A tier. Yeah, I, um, I want to talk about black 2, white 2 a little bit. Like, I know we've been yeah, going go on, it. like, Gen 5 as a whole, but I feel like we were mostly on black and white 1. I, we were. I do think as a sequel, it grows a lot, does a lot right. I think reintroducing the old Pokemon was a good idea for the sequel. Um, introducing new areas of Unova to explore was good. Um, changing up the routes a little bit, doing a couple of new gyms. And all you start in a new town. Yeah, you start in a new town. You start you, and you immediately run into Bianca and Sharon to see how they've grown in the last what is it, one or two years between the two games? Uh, two or three years, I believe. Yeah, it might have been two or three years. Um, been some time. Yeah, yeah. It you just see Unova grow in a way that you haven't seen other regions since since Gen two did Kanto, and it's it's more realized than Kanto was in Gen two as well. Um, yeah, because the yeah, important thing to like Black 2, White 2 is a sequel. It's not a third version. Yeah. Um, just like Gold and Silver were sequels, Black 2, White 2 is a sequel. Um, All of the gym leaders get, uh, get their stories fleshed out even more than they were in the original game. Like the gym leaders are a big part of um, Black and White's narrative. Like they're helping you out with um, the Team Plasma issue mm. every city. And some of them even interacting with each other. And that continues into Black and White 2. You see how they're all moving on with their lives. Um, and all of the post-game stuff that they add to this game are fantastic elements. It's just something about the adventure of the first game I appreciate a lot more than Black and White 2. I, yeah, and what's the, the rival's name in this? Like, Hugh or something? Yeah, and literally Hugh's, his Hugh's whole, a shit, shit bag. Yeah, and he's just angry because they took his uh, sister's, like, purloin or something. Yeah. He's just, wah, wah, wah. He, um, he harps on that a lot. to note as well. Uh, and I'm not sure if like the here is the place to do it. But this is a weird type of trivia. So Purloin in like when it was originally in- introduced to Gen Five Pokemon was in- was on all fours. And then I'm not sure if it was like a mistake in the anime, um, but it had it on two legs. And I think it's pretty much since every Gen since Gen Six it stands on two legs. Yeah, like it's not under a cat. It's like that a kind of sucks. Thing. Yeah, it was. It's it's weird and sort of makes it it brings back that comparison of thought. Just Gen One with a funny hat. Um, because Purloin's just uh, and it evolves into Lightheart, yeah. who goes onto all fours uh, when it evolves yeah. as well. Yeah, like just like Persian. Um, but yeah, and don't forget this brought in uh the, the and it does get a lot of fucking shit. Poke Star Studios. Um, I, I, really I like Poke Star Studios. It's it's yeah, cute. I, I love it as well, and having Bryson man, and you can 
follow the story or do your own thing, it's cool. Um, it's un- it's a bit unfortunate that you're literally locked into doing the first one. I think that's why it gets the hate. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, the I world's that, tournament think- at uh, under the um. Oh God, what's the city name? The the one with the ground. Uh, Drifel, Drifel, yeah, Drifel. Yeah, City, Drifel. One of the very good. The, the underground very good tournament music. under there. That's like a world tournament to refight. So it, pretty much every trainer from across the series is fantastic. Seeing Red Blue show up again there. Even the old gym yeah. leaders from Gen One through to Four, old champions. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Cynthia, Stephen, uh, Wallace, they're all there. The whole gang's there. Yeah. Um, they, they also introduced those weird um, O powers as well. Um, I think O powers sort of... was introduced in Gen 6. Hmm. Was it? Um, I thought it was. Why am I embarrassed myself? I, let me double check yeah. because you might be right, but I think that's a Gen 6 thing. Uh, yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, no, I think you're, I think you're right. Yeah, that was X and Y. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, like for cool. all intents and purposes, uh, Black and White 2 should be above Black and White, but on a personal level, I enjoy the first one more than the second. Yeah. I don't like as well how uh, in Black 2, Y2, they, how Kairu is, needs to interact with the legendary. Yeah. Uh, to fuse. So that sort of, it encourages, it, it pretty much... Because it needs to fuse with legendary, there needs to be two versions. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a bit of a fucking give us your money. Um, but it, I do like as well that. D- yeah. So in whichever version you played, like if you played Pokemon um, Black, you got uh, Kyr- uh not Kyrum, um, uh, Zekrom. That's the one. And if you played Pokemon White, you got Reshiram. And to just yeah. go into like the sequel thing, if you got Pokemon White Two. You get Zekrom there, and if you get Pokemon Black, mm. so you get uh, Reggie Ram. So you got the opposite of what the first game was. Yeah, which that was pretty cool. Um, I will say though, it was pretty weird. Not maybe not weird's the right word, but it, it, it was cool how you had that feature. Like if you like you had a Black Two, and you could pair it with Black Black One, and you could get like ends Pokemon. Yeah, you also get flashback and, like, sequences of yeah, yeah, seeing. Bridges between the games and people actually mentioning your character by name. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I did enjoy that. And that the whole, um, oh, shit, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, and the whole use of uh, having a challenge mode or an easy mode. Yeah, that's, that's um, a weird one too, because apparently starting them deletes the key. And it also means yeah. you've got to start the game over again. So you need to finish the game pair up with someone, and then start over again. Uh, yeah. you got to raise your game to, like, start the new mode. Like, it's a new game plus mode, but you can't bring any of your new Pokemon, but your old Pokemon, whatever, across. Like, I can see what they're trying to do, but it's not really necessary, and you only get one. Like, in Black 2, you get the challenge mode, which essentially just puts... gives. I think it gives the... Uh, the like, a bunch of trainers, or pretty much, like, universally across all the trainers and leaders, a couple of bumps in level um, plus smarter AI, whereas in the easy mode, which is in white too, just the opposite, makes them dumb and lowers the level by a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing, but a weird implementation of it. Yeah, they definitely could have... Maybe, maybe they just couldn't do it on the cart. Like the cart can only hold one sort of save data. 
Eh. Yeah. Yeah, black two, white two, A tier. Very good A tier though. Yeah. Top of the band. I honestly I don't I, I think that's the gatekeeper for A tier. Anything that needs to go into S tier needs to pass black and white two. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like it yeah, it catches the soul of essentially what made it good. Uh all right. Pokemon X and Y, Gen 6. B tier. 3D rollerblading, baby. What'd you say? Sorry, B tier. I would have said C. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm that, that's, not a big that's... fan of these games. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of X and Y either, but I think, okay. I think they're fine. Talk me through it. I think Talk they're mid. Why is it a B tier? Why is it B tier? I like some of the Talk Pokemon in there. Um... The introduction of Fairy is cool. The O powers are cool. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know why. I don't. I don't think it should. I don't think it needs to go lower than blue and red. I think it stands above those. Um, just out of a pure enjoyment level, I guess. Like. It doesn't hurt to play X and Y. It's just kind of middle of the road of a Pokemon experience. And I think B tier exemplifies middle of the road the best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking on the Bulbapedia page for it. Um, I completely forgot this game fucking introduced Mega Evolution. How the fuck do we not remember that? Yeah, Mega um, Evolutions were really cool. They were fucking fantastic. Uh, say whatever you want about Pokemon that should have gotten them, not getting them. Um, as Pokemon whole, that got them that didn't deserve them. Uh, Pokemon that get two. I'm looking at you, Charizard. Mewtwo. Um, <laughs> I can understand Mewtwo because it's legendary. I don't understand. Oh, and I can understand Charizard because it's fucking pandering. It doesn't need to. Um, but yeah, I thought fantastic. I loved Mega Evolutions and their concept of uh, making existing Pokemon really strong. Yeah. Um, and not all Pokemon got them, which is unfortunate. But it but the ones that did get them got really cool designs. Yeah, very, very cool. Like, I don't think there's a... Apart from, like, Ordino or something, that's a fucking rogue Pokemon to give a design to anyway. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. I'd, yeah. I'd, I think I want to put it directly in the middle of B tier. Uh, I would have said above gold and silver, to be honest. Uh, you, you were about to say it should go in C tier, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm... Recalling my adventure, and it had don't forget it had like board trainers, it had that Pokemon ME thing, which means you could like interact with your Pokemon. And that was the way you evolved the Eevee into a Sylveon. Yeah, um, I, I also really liked Pokemon ME of um making the single player adventure easier <laughs> if you used it properly. Like, Pokemon would be like, Oh, it's really friendly towards you, so it has a chance of surviving on one HP, or it's uh, really friendly towards you, so it has a higher crit rate. Yeah, or it, like, literally would just, yeah, or it missed because it responded to your thing, and I think if you get to the maximum one, you get more XP as well. Yeah. It's it, cool it also introduced the, the super cool. training. It did. It did. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Uh, I never used super training. I didn't understand EVs and IVs back then. Um, I did it wrong. I understood them. Well, I was just starting to understand them, but I did it wrong because I didn't understand them completely. Well, it just doesn't fucking tell you. And that's my a big thing with Pokemon BGC. Um, 
I can't tell whether I've learned because the games told me, which I'm pretty sure they don't. They don't. No, the games hide that information so much. It wasn't until X and Y that they started to show a semblance of um, making it visible to the player. Bullshit. Um, shouldn't makes it so it's, it's a weird gatekeeping. It um, is. It's. it's yeah. I don't know why they spent so long hiding those. Yeah. I got it. Anyway. Um. And don't forget, this had uh, trainer customization as well. It, it That's did. What's me. Yeah. It did. Yeah. I, th- I think. I think. The more I talk about it, the more. I'm, uh, but also, it had the shitty it. friends. It did. And and story-wise, coming out of the black and white games into X and Y, it's such a drop in quality. Team Flare are the worst team, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Team Flare is so bad. Yeah, and it's it's very obvious that Lysand is the bad guy. Um, Hey, Team Flare wears a lot of red. Oh, hey, this guy's got fucking red hair and wearing a red suit. I'm shocked. Telling me he's the bad guy. Um, He cries about genocide right in front of people in a cafe and. It doesn't. It doesn't set off any red flags for anyone. Yeah, and then he goes to commit genocide. Um, a tale as old as time. Oh, I, I had Pokemon Y, and Yvetal is like the destructive Pokemon. So maybe in Pokemon X, he wants to ring people. Back. No, it's the same. It's know. the same story both sides. So I also had Pokemon Y, so it makes a lot of sense that he'd go for the Yvetal route. Ugh. Uh, don't forget, I had roller skating as well. Roller skating was really cool. Pretty, I hated it. Um, I, I love I love hey. the grind rails. <laughs> it's it's stupid, but I love them. Yeah. And then yeah. they also brought in the legendary birds as roamings. Uh, I don't think they're roaming. I thought you found them in a cave. No, the legendary birds were roamings. Oh shit! Oh, man. Zygarde Dumb. was in a cave. Oh, is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Uh, was this one you had to click? No, the, the next one you had to collect all these cells. Dumb. Yeah, Pokemon Sun and yeah. Moon, you do that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. That's it. Middle of B tier. It's not bad. It's not good. Yeah, it's, um, it's right in the middle of being a mid-Pokemon game. It's not the worst, but yeah. it's not doing anything to stand up above the rest. Some of the new Pokemon are cool, though. I'll say that. Yeah, I really, um, like, I really like Meowstic and Espa. I like the um, Honedge yeah. line. Plor- yeah. Yeah. Fucking that's fine. Uh, you got Clorid, so that... That's fucking sick. Dragalgi. It's just a shame that it only introduces about like 72. I think it's like the lowest. It's, it's not even 72. Game. I think it's like 60 something. Oh, uh, it's probably like 60 something. And then plus Mega Revolutions, it bumps up to 72. Yeah, it introduces fucking nothing. Uh, and some of them are not very good, like fucking Barbarical. Oh, no, you're right. It's 72. It is 72? Oh, cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, I knew I was reading the Bubble Peter article. Um... And was this where they got rid of HMs as well, officially? No. No, that's Gen 7. That's, yeah, that's Gen 7. Yeah. I think it, just the usage of HMs in here was all like fucking zero. Yeah. They, they barely mattered. Yeah. Um, oh, it also, it, uh, it also has that fucking useless fur fruit Pokemon who only exists for you to spend money to change its styling. Yeah. Dumb. A lot of fucking wasted potential. Yeah. So yeah, X and Y, middle of the road. Omega yep. Ruby and Alpha Sapphire <laughs> S tier. Yes. Probably, probably, probably even the top for me. Ah, uh, I don't like how it's like next to Emerald. Um. Well, you don't know justify it to me. Justify why it believes it should go in top of S tier. 
This is hard because I haven't played Emerald, but I think this is... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't finished Emerald properly, so this is me going... Well, here's the things I like about Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and it's just, like, it takes a lot of the elements that worked from X and Y and puts it into an actually good Pokemon game. I really like... Uh, this was my introduction to Hoenn proper, and I really like Hoenn as a region. Um, diving... it. Okay, we didn't talk about Gen 3, but I think diving is really cool. Like, having underwater dungeons is really cool. Um, they don't really do the underwater dungeons that much. It's sort of like an underwater area. Yeah. Like, there is... Yeah, you do have to use the access or to start the Reggies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that puzzle is really cool. Um, but... The yeah, expanded storyline to include Mega Evolutions is pretty neat. Um, also, expanding on Team Magma and uh, uh, Team Aqua a little bit is really, uh, really yeah. cool. Uh, the redesigns. That Delta episode is fucking sick. Yeah, Delta episode is sick. I don't know why people hate it so much. I absolutely loved it. Um, the redesigns yeah, for cool. Maxi and Archie are really good. Uh, yeah, they've got that uh, the Dex Nav, I think. Yes, um, which I think is Dex Nav was in, that is, oh. Dex Nav was introduced in Pokemon Black and White too, which was another point of its in its favor, and it brought it back for Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. But the way it's used here is a bit different to the way it's it's used as an item in Black 2 White 2, I believe. No, I believe you could put it down on the sea gear in Black and White 2. Really? Oh, shit. Completely forgotten. I played Black 2 White 2 or emulated it recently. But I didn't really play that. Play it on a DS. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I think yeah, it, it does look cool having it on the bottom of the screen. Like, oh, I've got to catch X number of Pokemon. Or, like, I have caught everything in this area. I'm going. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. Steven interacts with you a lot in this game, which kind of did a lot for for making Steven one of my favorite champions throughout this um series. Um, he's a very likable young. He character. is great name. He's a very likable character, so having a lot of interaction with him helps make that work. Um, and yeah, they integrated the Mega Evolutions into the storyline pretty well. Um, each of the Gen 3 starters having a Mega Evolution to work towards is also really good, and Mega Swampert will forever haunt my nightmares as the big buff swell chat it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Gardevoir getting a Mega Evolution. Yeah, Gal- yeah Galade like, getting a bunch, it. A whole bunch of new ones. Yeah, and, and uh, then, yeah, I, Galade having a Mega Evolution, and fucking Wally in this game, he's... It, I don't know why they went so hard on this theme song for his Victory Road theme. But it's so yeah. fucking good. It's and they give him a, they give him a Gallade instead of a Gardevoir and it can Mega Evolve. It, they do a lot with this. That's really cool. They they know what they had and they improved. It. Yeah, fantastic. To the point that I think it might stand above Emerald, even if it's missing the Battle Frontier. Like I, I can hear I can hear Patrick screaming from here that he he's crying in pain, mentioning how the Battle Frontier is gone. But yeah, it's it's the one negative thing that this game has. And also the hidden bases to are really good for um going out of your way to level up. Yeah, they have those weird blissy base things that you could get. Um I I didn't really interact with those. Yeah, it made it made post game grinding a breeze. Yeah. Which fucking good. Grind is hard. Um Yeah, and and they had that uh, thing with Hooper as well, having all those uh, portals essentially open up. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it was. It wasn't explained to be Hooper in the game, but it's essentially what it is. So I think it's what it, the start of like when you're getting to Victory Road, all those holes have opened up, and then Pokemon uh, 
from other regions have started to appear. I'm like up to Gen Six, so that's why there's a, it explains a couple of like the I think some of the gym not gym leaders the elite four tr- well, sorry trainers leading up to the elite pro and victory road have Gen Five or Gen Six Pokemon. Yeah, uh, which I thought was fucking fantastic. Yeah, um, and also also it's it's a weird thing to bring up, but I really love using um Latios and Latios um to do like basically an airship above the world map. Yes, I, it, yeah, that is fantastic as yeah, well. Yeah, it's such a weird addition and weird thing for only to be in this Pokemon game. But I really love just having like this weird, like traditional RPG airship to go over a world map and just fly to wherever you want and land there. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of weird that you can actually use like the HM fly to fly anywhere, or you could use the flute to call down. Uh, but. Whatever, it is what it is. And it is sort of cool you can go into those uh, portals to sort of find brand new Pokemon. Yeah, and old legendaries. Yeah, good point. It did have an extraordinary amount of legendary sort of thing. Yeah, anything that you couldn't obtain through X and Y, you could obtain in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Like, this is, these four games are the ones I use to make my national decks. You, you mm. could get everything between X, Y, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, very true. Very true. Mm. Yeah, man. Such a great game. It's, yeah, you're right, it is the pinnacle. And having other primal reversions of Groudon and Viagra as well, like it gives it enough difference. Like It's not the same game with a new coat of paint. Yeah, and the fact that they it, use it, Gen 6 is like more cinematic camera angles now that it's a 3D game to kind of highlight the story a bit more. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been rebuilt from the yeah. ground up and you can definitely tell. Like, like the difference between like Ruby and Sapphire to uh, Mega Ruby Alpha Sapphire um, is pretty much the same to from Red and Blue to Fire Red Leaf. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, fantastic. I'm making like they used to. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that point. Yeah. Uh, right, Sun and Moon, what do you reckon? Actually, no, uh, I'll be okay, kind. Explain, explain. here. Explain. I think these are the worst... Uh, okay, not the worst yet, <laughs> but these are some of the lowest <laughs> in terms of um, Pokemon games. It's way too hand-holdy. Um, the... The trials are neat, I guess, but I prefer gyms. Um, the story just kind of puts me to sleep. The pacing of the game puts me to sleep. Um, it's not an enjoyable game to play. I I need to go back to the Sun and Moon games to finish my national decks, and I just dread every moment I think about doing it. I do not like these games one bit besides Nebby. Uh, no. Dumb fucking reason I like the game. I hate fucking hate Debbie. No, it, it has some. It has some pretty cool Pokemon in there. Um, again, some of the ones that people call out as being super designs, I love. Like, I really love the Power Sand. Oh, goat Pokemon! Absolute goat. Um, uh, I'm so glad we agree on that. Power Sand is yeah, fan fucking tastic. Um, this is also where they start introducing uh, regional variants, which are neat. But they're, I do enjoy they're the, not the, my, the regional variants. They're not my favorite type of um. Uh, of uh, new Pokemon. I think I prefer what Gen 4 and what Scarlet and Violet will do later on is where they take the older Pokemon and give them a new evolution to increase what they can do. 
Yeah, that's that is sort of true, I guess. <sighs> but re- regional I mean, I, variants I, I, are I, still pretty neat. I think the regional variants are, are neat. I think the Pokemon they chose for it is shit. Like they chose pretty much what exclusively Gen One Pokemon. Yes. Like, yeah. It's always Gen yeah. 1 Pokemon getting regional variants, and Meowth gets, like, free. Yeah. Fucks up with that. Um, I think... I definitely... Okay, for the record, I prefer Sun and Moon over Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Um, I think... Yeah, that, that's where I'm going to go. I think C tier for Sun and Moon yeah. and D tier for Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Yeah, the story for Sun and Moon is a lot... We can talk about these games as a whole, because... Reasons I'll get into later. I think they're fucking essentially the same game. Uh, I sort of do the, the pivot from gyms to trials. You can sort of see what they're trying to do. They're, try, they're trying to take things in a different direction. And I loved how uh, when you got to the totem Pokemon, they could call in help. That was very cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, it just felt like like the, the 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 trial as a whole. It was like, oh, just go here, do this. That's it. You're, you're done. Yeah, a lot of them point. just feel like cut back dungeons. It's, yeah, essentially, they could have done something more. Like, it, and as Pokemon as an all ages game, I can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it accessible, but they've implemented it in a shit way. Uh, and Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon does nothing to fix this problem. Um, but the introduction of the totems is fantastic. Uh, I think having them call in for help, having and generally another Pokemon being able to call in SOS, that SOS mechanic, and then having, I think, uh, the only way you can get a Marini or a Toxapex is for a call slitter SOS call it, um, which from an ob- obtainable point of view is fucking garbage. But from a, it, in the lore-wise, it fits in because uh, Marini's eat Corsolas, so that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but then at the same time, yeah, the cus- the customization is pretty cool. The story shit. It, it, I feel like the customization the got worse because in this game because it was more island themed and it's island themed. It, it doesn't yeah, match. The, it doesn't match yeah. my style that I liked. And X and Y kind of like hit my style on the on the nail. Yeah, because it's French. I mean, um, it just had jeans and good shirts. Jeans and t-shirts. Yeah. Like need a good band tee. Um, yeah, I, I don't think. That like the music's like the music's all I would, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Yeah, but it, it definitely fits into the 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 island theme. But like, there's no difference between them. Like, there's no clear differentiation from like a city versus a route versus like a port town or anything. They all just sort of sound islandy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. It's cool. Uh, a point in its favor that potentially might bring it up to B tier. And hang on, let me cook. Um. The removal of HMs, like having ride Pokemon instead, you no, no longer needed a fucking HM slave. And the introduction of the Poke Pelago. Um, I thought the Poke Pelago was fucking sick. I didn't really interact cool. with it a lot. I, maybe just my autism that made me want to grow a bunch of berries in there and um, collect all those fucking uh, beans to give to it. Um, but I think I think it was really good. It gave it like a nice little side uh, area. Another point in Gen Seven's favor, I guess. But I'm going to immediately follow it up with a point against it. So point in its favor: Boral caps, Boral caps yeah. to max out IVs. Good, good decision. 
um, just making any but. way to make Pokemon more competitive, but viable, easier is such a good, good uh, decision from Game Freak's side. I can't believe it took until Generation 7 for them to finally do something positive about it. Point against it. Z-Move is a fucking the worst gimmick that they've done so far. Yep, Z-Move's a shit. Um, I thought you were going to say that the... Uh, I thought Z-Move's were okay. Um, you can definitely, it's definitely sort of like, oh, we needed a new mechanic for the sake of needing a new mechanic. Um... But hey, yeah, no, Z-moves should be yeah. the moves where they put a lot of flourish into the animations and effects, and they just don't for a lot of them. You're right, yeah. The, it just looks like the Pokemon just gains a bit of an aura and just does like a bigger attack. Yeah, some of um, them that are more Pokemon-specific are neat. Like, so I had a... And give, give me a moment here because I always forget his name since I, this is when I started nicknaming Pokemon or... Um, consistently uh, i had a pre-marina i really like that pre-marina uh, z move is them just making a spirit bomb out of their voice yeah oh, that is pretty cool. um yeah and and i think incinerals is like he enters a um he, he like poses and like spins a, like a wrestling ring and just, yeah 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 he does too yeah he does yeah oh, i i know it's, it's hilarious right. but it just looks it's funny to describe it as he t poses and spins that's what he does that's i thought yeah no it's He's dumb, doing a spinning lariat wrestling move, but it, it looks funny. But then you get other ones that are just more generic and it's like, oh, hey, let's just pick up the Pokemon's controller and wiggle it around a little bit or just make it in its default position and make it run into the enemy. Yeah, it's... You can sort of see what they're trying to do, but they don't do it well, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Pokemon Sun and Moon, I'd say... Worse than... I want to put it below Gen red 4. and blue. Yeah, I was going to say below Diamond Pearl. You wanted below Diamond and Pearl as well? I'm, I'm fine with yeah. that. But Diamond and Pearl, I didn't want to say definitively because I have no experience. But if you're agreeing with that, then yeah, let's put it at the yeah. basically the bottom of C, not counting Coliseum and Stadium. Yeah. Uh, and then Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, DT. Yeah. It's the same fucking it's game. It's the same game, it but was worse. Released, like, yeah. Like, they, they change the story to be less impactful. Um, there's a couple of quality of life changes, but I don't think they're worth, like, what we lost. Uh, it's sort of, they do introduce a bit of, like, portals to go and visit to collect some other legendary Pokemon. Yeah, I, I haven't done it, but I believe the Rainbow go. Rocket storyline is pretty good. But I don't think that makes that's, up... That's okay. I don't think it makes up for the, yeah, how much it, they ruins no. the main story. No, it doesn't. It, it's bolt-on at best, and it definitely feels like, a, oh, yeah... Remember these guys? You've got to verse them now. Uh, oh, look, they've got the legendary from the last one. Um, I, don't th- I, I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's worth anything. It is cool. And you get to see at, uh, red and blue. Um, yeah, yeah. And, they and they're the, all the around tree like, as well. In, a tri- in an island themed costume. Yeah, and that was sort of cool. But then at the same time, I. Yeah. It, it was too late to really pander that when it's in a bad game. Yeah, and and don't forget these games came out like a year, before, like straight after, like pretty much dead on twelve months, three sixty five days after Sun and Moon, and I distinctly remember to get keen for Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. I replayed Sun and Moon in the week leading up to it, and then I got Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, and I'm like, this is the fucking same game. Yeah, it um, it's so much more the same game than any of the other revision versions have been. Yeah, like, it did introduce um, Mantine Surf, don't forget. 
Mentee, Mentor, and Surf. Um, was that really like, needed? Uh, no, it, it's cool the first time you do it. And like, you can use it as a way to get, uh, they call it beach points, but they're essentially battle points. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's not, not very good. Yeah. Yeah, D tier. Sorry, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Uh, yeah, all the best. Uh, let's go, Eevee. Let's go, Pikachu. I kind of want to put this in C tier. I, I, I think below red and blue, even. They have to go below red and blue. No yeah, no, they're way. not better than the original games. Um, I can see what they were trying to do. I, I'd argue this could be even be D tier. Oh, hang on, let me cook. Let me cook. <laughs> um, cook it I down, cook think... it down. No, we're cooking it up. Um, I think that the removal of wild battles and merging it more to what Go was being like with the use of candies and extra large Pokemon. It's neat for the first two to three hours. Yeah, it, it's it's not it's not essentially it's it's not essentially what it it loses the soul of it. It creates a new soul uh, and a new sort of weird, uh, chibi sort of art style thing as well. Um, I completely get that. Yeah, making making new characters so you meet red, blue, and even <laughs> green. I points in its favor. It intro- it brought green into the mainline games. Isn't green in Pokemon Yellow? No, she isn't. She isn't? Oh, shit. Um, she's a manga she is, but, man, Yeah, she is, so and good. this was the first game to acknowledge her existence. Uh, besides the Fire mm. Red and Leaf Green, where she was the um, female trainer. Oh, yeah, true, very true. Uh, but you don't see her outside of the menu screen. Yeah, I, I, it, lo- it loses the soul of Red and Blue. It creates its own soul, and I'm completely on board with that, but I do not like that soul. Yeah. That new soul is gross. It tries its own thing, and I wasn't on board with it. It was... It's neat. It's an experiment. I wasn't completely on board with it, but I like it more than Sun and Moon. Yeah, I I, I do like it more than oh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Um, and I do like the Pokemon being in the overworld. Yep. There's no more random encounters. And they, they all have it. unique animations. Like, I never thought of yep. Venusaur as being a frog until this game made it hop like one. What is walking Pokemon, baby? We're back in yeah, charge. And, um, yeah, all of them and being able to solve their walking animations, just being you're flying on their back is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, or like you're riding on an Arcanine or a Rapidash or something. Yeah. Um, you, you could see shiny Pokemon in the overworld if you actually got them, uh, which I never did. But it definitely seemed it's Gen 1 pandering and it's not in a good way. I honestly think if they redid Fire Red, Leaf Green into a 3D, uh, with and didn't have any of the the go capturing mechanics, didn't do the new story. Um, it'd probably be B or an A tier. Um, we don't always get what we want. I I don't know if I'd agree with that because I at the time let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee came out. I was starting to feel the burn of the Gen One pandering because they started at through X and Y, and it's I knew you got, I knew you're gonna say this, but I have got a counterpoint. So don't forget. This game came out pretty much 15 years after the original Gen 1. This is not, it's not Gen 1 pandering anymore. It is literally a remake of the Gen 1 game. I, um, I, I it's, don't I, think that's right, but the, I'll double check that. 
Uh, so this, uh, I just know where I was working at when it when it came out. So I went to the midnight release. And I took it might have been the twenty day. year anniversary. Um, yeah, twenty eight. Uh, uh, so twenty year anniversary of Red and Blue, but fifteen actually when did no. So Fire Red and Leaf Green came out ten years. Maybe it was twenty fifth anniversary. Red and Green came out ninety six, so it would have been the twenty second anniversary. Yeah been fucking a while and what fire relief green came out like because i think x and y started the kanto um nostalgia pandering because that was was 15 years after yeah then what five years after that you've got yeah yeah uh 22 years is a fucking long time um yeah but i my my point still stands i rather would let's go eevee let's go pikachu have been remakes of either the Gen 1 games or the Fire Red League. Yeah. I, and I would have liked them a lot better. I just don't think... I think I would have put them maybe B or C tier because of just being burnt out of Kanto and Kanto yeah. Pokemon by that point. Eh. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. I fucking hate the art style as well. I like the um, art style for the yeah. Pokemon. I don't like them for the people. Very true, very true. I do very like true. some of the redesigns that they did. Um, Lorelei, I think her name is. One of the um, elite four po- trainers. The ice type gym. Leader. Yes, oh, yes. Uh, um, yeah, it's Lorelei. I really like her redesign for the Let's Go games, like just her general outfit design. Um, and yeah, I think a bunch of trainers got good redesigns for Let's Go, but the art style doesn't do those designs justice. Uh, she, uh, she sort of got a redesign. Um. She looks, yeah, she, uh, yeah, 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 anyway, doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, uh, probably, uh, I, I say C yeah, tier below red and blue. Where do you want it? Because I, again, D, pardon? D. D, you think D? Yep. I fucking hate it. I, I, it, it's, it's maybe because it's sort of like borderline to, to use a sex pun, it's edging. Like, you always think it's going to be, like, more, like, red and blue, but it's not, like... I, I want it in C to be above sun and moon. <sighs> but another thing, it fucking ruins the balance of this game as well, <laughs> because, uh, the po- like, whether you choose Eevee or whether you choose Pikachu, they can fucking sweep. Oh, yeah, they they're so broken. That do. Yeah, uh, I don't fucking hate that. Um, but if you... I will concede it can go above sun and moon. Okay. But I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, we we should have noticed as well. Uh, let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. The introduction on the Switch. They are um, yes. They are. They had a lot more potential moving to Switch and then fucking use it. Um, maybe that's another reason I'm still salty at this game. We'll yeah, but Pokemon Sword and Shield wasn't too far behind it. I heard you like a year later. Anyway, Pokemon Shield and Shield. What do you reckon? B's here. Above X and Y, below gold and silver. Actually, yeah, yeah, no, mm. that sounds right to me. Like, I've been harsh to Shield, oh, Sword yeah. and Shield, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend it's worse than X and Y. What? Explain to me. Why do you think these are better than X and Y? Um, because I I I would have said these games are an A tier, 
Um, but, but walk me through. Let the man cook. <laughs> um, it's I. I generally like um the the starters bes- up until Sobble's evolutions. Like everything on the grass side, everything on the fire side, and Sobble. <laughs> the rest of Sobble's yeah. evolutions are shit, but all of the stars are great. There's a lot of really cool Pokemon in here. Um, I need to pull up the Pokédex again, though. I, I had the Pokédex on the side, and then I close it down to um, look up some other things. I really do like um, the Pokémon they introduced in this gen, but it is, it's a lot of those, like, it's, there's literally a split down the middle for me, and it's like, read the shit, or it's not shit. Um, like Intellion, uh, the evolved form subble, fucking garbage here, folks. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, Corviknight's yeah. really cool. Orbital's really cool. Hadarin is really cool. I like Dreadnor. Um, Applin is funny, and having two evolutions for that, where one's a flying apple and one's a baked apple pie. Toxtricity is one of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, Toxtricity's fucking sick. Um, then you got like Elder Goss, garbage Pokemon. Yeah. It's just, I'm not a big fan. There's definitely, like, it's either a really cool Pokemon or it's a really shit Pokemon, and there's no real uh, in-between, which is a bit of a shame. But it's also one of the uh, ones that added the fewest, which adds to that, I think. Yeah, like, you've got, like, that fucking SQ, Ice Q, that dumb face. I fucking hated that. I, that I think it's a funny gimmick. It's, it's yeah. not a, it's not a it, great it, Pokemon, it, but, the, like, the weird Ice Face ability is really funny. Yeah. And this also added in as well some like weird evolutions as well. Like what to get surfetched, it uh, Galarian Farfetch has to get like what three critical hits in one battle. That's like, like I'll, I'll once it knows like what Night Slash and you give it its like league like critical hits do come hard and fast. Yeah, but this game you, also has. If you're versing a, if you're versing a trainer that has like more than three Pokemon or less than three Pokemon, you're not getting that evolution. Yeah, and well, to get Galarian. Yamask to evolve into uh, Runarigas, it has to take more than 49 points of damage, and you have to go underneath a, a rock formation in the wild area. Yeah. What type of bullshit? Oh, my dad, to- who works at Nintendo, told me that. It's, it's fucking bullshit, man. How would you know? There's no way you would know. Yeah, no, you're right. Free. Um, and it, it also fucked up, it also fucked up the uh, night and day cycle in that they only work in... um. I think it's either on the um, wild area or wild area and cities because I was running through the back half of the game really late at night. So my, um, my Linoon should have evolved into an Obstagoon and it just refused to until I looked it up. Um, yeah, there's like points in the story where it locks you out of like, like hey, it's, this is the daytime. You've got to do something. Yeah, there, yeah. And there are certain... I think it's actually until the post game, it resyncs back up. Um, it definitely doesn't want you to get yeah some things, yeah. I mean, there are certain events where it's like not there as well, and that's pretty rough. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Fair, fair criticism, fair criticism. I like a lot of uh, I like a lot of the um the characters and gym leaders. Like I really like Sonya and her story. Leon is fine. Oh, I, I hate Hop. I I cannot stand that kid. Uh, I I really like Hop only because you can see like that they've given him a lot of character development. Like he keeps like. There's like one point he like completely changes his whole thing. Yeah, I get that. I um, just because he's just frustrated losing. I think he, I, th- I thought he was fantastic, and to see his development as well would be like, oh, I'm just my uh, Leon's my older brother. I'm gonna catch up to him. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck you, I'm my own person. I'll do my things my own way. I thought that was really cool. 
I I just there's something about him that really annoys me. Like I don't know. I the way he's always chasing after Leon. The fact that he he announces himself as your rival and just keeps going. Oh yeah, we've been on this whole thing together. We're on the same <laughs> level, and every single time I beat yeah, him man. down and. He loses to Bede, and that's the thing that frustrates him, even though... There, yeah, that's very true. It, it takes other characters to motivate him rather than his rivalry with you. He feels like he's supposed to be a surrogate for the story, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a point. I think just sort of uh, the way that... They give you essentially three rivals. They give you Pop, they give you Bede, they give you Mike. Yeah, um, and none of them feel like they grow for... Because of their interactions with you, besides Marnie, like one of the reasons I really like the uh, rivalry with Silver in the Gen Two games is because everything that has to do with his character development involves battling you and growing as a trainer because of you, and uh, like just kind of having to come to terms with himself that everything he's been doing has been going around the wrong way, and you see that development come to fruition when his um, Golbat evolves into a Crobat for the final fight with him. And it's all because of his interactions with you. With Hop, it's his interactions with other people. With Feed, it's his inter- he, He's getting frustrated at you, but then he gets dragged to the side because of Rose and then because of Opal. And then he disappears from the storyline until the championship fight where he's like, no, I need to settle a score with you. And then if I lose, I'm going to retire. Yeah, very true. And I fucking hated that storyline as well. And... Right. Leon, Leon is a good positive character, to pro- uh, but I have a problem with Leon in that he's kind of the worst example of the story's happening. I'll go deal with it. You go do the gym challenge. Oh yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's fucking atrocious how they do. Yeah, it. how they actually do that. Like it doesn't. It's like it has, but it it just sort of pretty much says, oh yeah, like you've got your own thing to do. Let me deal with the story. And it sort of like drops the story on you. It's like, oh yeah, it turns out Chairman Rose wants to. He can't wait a single day, even though we've got like a thousand. Yeah, you know what? The more we're talking about this, the more I want to put it lower and lower on the list. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Like, but I think we're just sort of getting angry at the story here, whereas the gameplay mechanics and uh, the wild area and the dens are neat ideas. Uh, The dens are fantastic ideas. Um, Dynamax is a fucking fantastic. I don't like Dynamax. Very good. It's it's um, worse mega evolution and it only lasts for three turns. That's the idea. That's what it's supposed to be. You have to be strategic with using it. You can't because essentially in X and Y it was like cool mega evolution button buy. There you go. Turn off the game. I've won. Um, yeah, I, maybe it's because I've only done it in single turns. play, but it just felt like Dynamax is always just once the gym leader gets to their yeah. first, their last Pokemon, activate yours and go ham. The only time that Dynamax gave me trouble was when I was like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll be a smartass. I'll bring out Dreadnor against um, Leon's Charizard because Rock-type, it's, um, it'll be four times weak and I'll just one-shot it. And then his Charizard one-shot my, um, my Dreadnor with the Grass-type move because it was faster. Yeah, okay, I'll give that one to you. I'll give that one to you. Yeah. Um, the, the G-Max Pokemon do look cool, though. Gigantamax Pokemon are pretty cool looking, yeah. But again, it's just, I feel like it's worse Mega Evolution. Yeah, Yeah. and the only way you can get them is through the 
the five star den and there's only like one den on your map at the time and they have, they they don't breed that Gigantamax factor it just and if you do want to get it on like one of your favorite Pokemon that you raise yourself um well God forbid you have a Pokemon that you haven't really uh tra- that you have trained up but it doesn't have the Gigantamax factor you have to get that fucking Max Mushroom thing in the DLC that's fucking hard and it's yeah bullshit. and they um, they introduced so we are talking about this anger I'm getting at it <laughs> yeah you are right and uh, I don't think they introduced the um. The starter mm-hmm. Pokemon Gigantamaxes until the DLC where you had to use the mushroom to very, get them. Yeah. That's true. That is very true. God, yeah. I Don't worry, Charizard, Charizard got one, but God, yeah. the more we talk about this, the more I want to put this in C tier. Yeah. It, I will say though, uh, while the wild area does run and look like shit, the actual The uh, idea behind it is neat and it comes yeah, into fruition and, and, later. Yeah, and the crafting of the actual towns itself outside of the, like the towns and the routes outside of the wild area do look really good. They do, but they're all so fucking small, especially the routes and caves. They're like a line and you're done. There's like, there's no good dungeon exploration or long routes to really get lost in and have to be Um, a challenge to get through like older games. It's all of them are over in a couple of minutes. Very true, actually. Very true. You might be on something here. Mm. I, I say, I say yeah, we put it the, in C above. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, the more we're talking about this, the more I'm sort of hating it. Not, not hating it, just going like they had a lot of potential here. They'd fuck on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the first real Pokemon game on the Switch. And it's going through a lot of growing pains because they're trying a lot of things. I feel like a lot of a lot of time went into trying to make the wild area work, and nothing. It, it they, the rest of the game suffered. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, like that's yeah, you're right. The story is fucking bullshit. Maybe it is because of the they wanted to, the wild area and the other things. Um, we don't really talk about the we don't have the DLC here, but just a quick mention. I um, haven't played the DLC, and DLC. yeah, I think the only person I know that likes the DLC is Josh. Yeah, fucking big fucking surprise there, Josh. Take. I sort of do understand what they were trying to do. Um, but by the time you either get to the DLC, um, you're either going to be overleveled or you're going to be at a point where it's like, it, it does sort of lock you out. Like if you get there before, like the first gym, it's like, hey, you can really only do this. Come back when you're the champion. And it literally says champion. Like it's not, wait, that come back in a couple of gyms time. It says come back when you finish the game, uh, which is pretty frustrating. And it's, it's awkward. And it's awkward in a bad way. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It feels stapled on. Yeah, and they do introduce dens, the Dynamax den thing in uh, the Crown Tundra. So you can get pretty much a lot of legendaries and stuff that you couldn't get previously. Um, and they introduce a couple of cool legendaries, like the new Reggies are pretty neat. Yeah, Reggie Drago, Reggie Lecky, fucking fantastic. Um, Calyrex and riding the horse is dumb. Um, but it, it worked out at the thing. library. Yeah. Um, I like I like the um, Kabu and Rushifu line as well yeah they're very good and they're um uh have their signature attacks sort of designed to break up the bgc meta because they i think they attack through protect oh okay um or one of them one of them attacks through protect and one of them does like three hits that are always critical hits um so it was just kind of designed to sort of uh impact the meta in a bit of a different way which i really like yeah yeah um well, that, 
That's it then. Oh, no, actually, we got three more. Sorry. Don't know why I said that's it then. That's it for, that's yeah, Sword and Shield. shield. Yeah. Uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. There, this is all uh, you. D fucking D tier. Um, how, yeah. how, like, uh, I get the feeling that. Above or below? Below, 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 below Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Um, I get the feeling that I rated this game very high because I was wearing nostalgia glasses. Um, but at the same time, like it, it sets out. I think I put it in the review that it sets out to be a recreation of Diamond and Pearl, uh, and that's why I liked it. Looking back, though, it's um, don't give me sliced bread when you've created a million other meals using bread as the base before. And like expand it on it to make it really good. Like, don't give me bread when you can give me a burger. Is what I'm trying to say. And there's a lot more stuff they could have put in it. Like they could literally have just all the improvements they made in Platinum put it in this game. It'd be fucking fantastic. I'd it'd be a lot higher on the list. Like I think I went into it expecting it would be like Auras, like a Mega Ruby Alpha Sapphire level. Like it would be the base game with a lot of improvements, and it wasn't. It's the fucking base game, and that's all it is. Uh, it does sort of. Uh, the underground does have a, those um, areas where you can go in and catch other Pokemon, but they're they're sort of it's a weird gimmick that doesn't really go anywhere because it's essentially just catching Pokemon you'd usually get in the late game early. You can get like the starters, like uh, some starters there, which are pretty cool, uh, but I don't really think it's a redeeming feature. Um, the underground isn't cool without having a touchscreen to use on it. They've changed Super Contest, so you've lost like a bit of it. It's more of like a press the button at the right time event. Um, it's just, it just, yeah, like it does look very good. I hate the chibi art style in the overworld, but when you're in the actual battles and seeing the your own characters sprite in 3D and modeled and moving and stuff, uh, and the other uh, moving sprites from the other trainers, but I don't think it's, it's like one or two steps forward, five steps back. And just the amount of backtracking you have to do, that's just a slow pace of the game. It's just they, they could have fixed all that kind of stuff, and they didn't. Um, they did remove HMs, which are a big problem with Gen 4. Um, but it's still... It, I reckon if I went back and played it now, I'd be like, I can't finish this. Like, I'd put it down. But, but uh, Stephen, we're, 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 go back and play we're, we're, this, is, this is Fast Travel Lounge. We're, we're big supporters of uh, finishing what you start. Yeah. See, that's why if you if you never start it, you can't be stuck. Exactly. Yeah. So, I I honestly think it's probably one of the worst ones. Um, and that's, but at the same time, maybe it's it's only bad because it had potential and didn't capitalize yeah, on you, it. You after like, after how good every other remake is, it's disappointing to see one that comes out and it's just yeah. the same game without any of the the improvements that the third version did. Or taking advantage of the generational leaps between remakes. Yeah, exactly. They could have done so much more, and they didn't. Um, and from what I've heard as well, uh, from if you're like trying to do the late game stuff, and you need to uh, create a living Pokedex or evolve a couple of Pokemon, the grind in this is, in this game is fucking horrendous. Um, like to the point where it's like the, another thing we, we didn't touch on, and I specifically haven't touched on it because I don't want to get into this about how the XP share always being on in this game. Um, and that started with Sword and Shield. Yeah. Uh, but even if that XP share is always on, like if you're trying to finish the Pokedex or something or get a battle-ready team, the grind is fucking horrendous. I, um, and that it's not... Just, just as a general uh, thing, I hate XP share always being gone. 
let me turn it on and off by, a po by Pokemon because I hate storing Pokemon into a box just so it doesn't get overleveled because I'm leveling up uh, underleveled Pokemon. It, mm, it, you you yeah, run into a problem where you get things too overleveled or things are too underleveled. Can't strike a good balance unless you're just putting things into a PC and adding an extra step when you could just let me turn it off at the menu. Yeah, so yeah, so I've I've heard that like that personally I don't really like it because I like to have the Pokemon like get let me get used to them and use them. But I like, like to try and keep them around every similar levels. And then when when you've yeah, got I'm your starter well. that's always been with you and it's five levels above everything else, I start getting annoyed, and that's very much yeah. a me problem. But no, I, I, I'm the same, and I think it's just the way that we've grown up with Pokemon. Yeah. But the the other argument I've heard against it is there is no other fucking RPG or JRPG to use the, the J slot. Um, no other turn-based RPG would get away with not having entire party leveling up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a weird Pokemon thing. It is like the vibes of uh, being attached to your Pokemon. Fully appreciate that. Um, but it's it's just another thing of Pokemon. Your party is always changing, though. Other RPGs, you can your entire party is with yeah. you throughout the entire adventure. So Pokemon's in this weird situation where the um the EXP share is a weird debate. When other RPGs, you'd never have this debate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably a a good point to say as well. But yeah. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, bottom tier. Yeah. Absolute garbage. All right, Legends Arceus. I wanted an S tier. I wanted at the top of S tier. All right, baby, that's where you're getting it. Oh, oh, um, thank you. Thank you so much for letting me have this. I, I think it yeah, is I, I, a near-perfect Pokemon game. Ooh, okay, well, let's see if we get to the next. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you, you do have a point. It is very good. Uh... Probably the battling is where it falls behind. I love the battling kind of... in this game. I I, I appreciate uh, it for being. I appreciate it more for being a single player Pokemon game. If this is if the battle mechanics were for a multiplayer game, I wouldn't like it as much. But because this is purely a single player game, I like the change up in the map of the battle mechanics. I like it being very similar to Final Fantasy X. Actually, yeah, no, yeah, it's um. I'm probably on that same train as well. It does sort of simplify it down, and I'm, I'm still think I reckon I need to go back and play this game because the strong style versus agile style seems like very easy to achieve. Yeah, it is. But that's not the purpose of this game. Um, I think it's, and maybe this is, uh, maybe Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Coliseum and all that. Maybe we were a bit harsh on them because of the adventuring element not being present. But this game is about the adventure rather than the battle. Yeah. So the battling here does come second. It is about the adventure and it is about capturing Pokemon. That is exactly what this game sets out. This is, this exactly is a Let's Go games done to. well, I feel. Hmm. Because Let's Go was all about catching. This still lets you have an element of battling to lower down the Pokemon and gets that RPG grind. And it's not like catching is mandatory to level up your, the Pokemon. It's um you can still battle. You can do other activities to get the exp up, um, and you can capture without having to initiate a battle. Is another big thing. 
Yeah, that's it's fantastic. Yeah, you literally just get the ball, you throw it, there you go. Yeah. If it wasn't yeah, good that, enough, that is, then you go and enter the battle and weaken down the Pokemon and do yeah. the regular catching way, but not having to initiate the fights to catch lower end Pokemon like you have to in Let's Go is a huge improvement to the pacing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, it sort of does fall down a bit in the graphical area. There is, uh, yeah. How it takes away breeding and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But you're right. The, ca- the capturing is fucking fantastic. It's just that the faster paced nature of the game. Yeah. That's really, that's, that's like, that's really good. And that's, I think it's sort of what has been, before we got to it, it was the, the slow turn based log. I mean, it wasn't like you, I'm comparing it to Dragon Quest XI where you'd be into a battle and it's like within two seconds you're straight into pressing a button to attack. And yeah. Be it. Whereas Pokemon, you have to go in, the Pokemon has to do the dumb animation, you have to send your Pokemon out, you got to press the button. It's like, it's a bit more of a drama. Whereas this one, it's like, no, there's no splash screen, you're going straight Yeah, in. there's no splash screen. It still shows the Pokemon do their dumb little thing, but it doesn't have an animation for your Pokemon coming out, so it's much quicker. And it's... Even then, it's a quicker zoom in and zoom out of the Pokemon that you're initiating the fight with. Yeah, exactly. And and there is a bit more danger to your character as well, because you've got the alphas and... And Pokemon and, just uh, generally attacking you. I, I think that's really funny yeah, and fun yeah. to mess around with. It is, yeah. You're right, you're right. So, yeah. Um, I, I also, also, I think making this more of a single-player RPG and having your hub town with side quests and doing things for people and expanding the story of the um, village is really good. Um, side quests in general, I thought were really neat in this game besides the, um, the spirit tomb, uh, get all the collectibles, but those are just those type of quests in RP uh, in open world games always fucking suck. Very true. Yeah. They didn't really need that. Um, I, I don't really, I don't think I agree with that hub room area type of thing, and the missions do sort of drag on for a bit. Uh, probably it's, it's a minus in my point of view. Uh, like, some of, the, some of the missions are really good. Like that one where you're giving that guy the worm pool and it evolves into a cascoon and then a dust ox. That's very Yeah, fun. no, I love that one. Um, like, <laughs> then other ones are just Eugene, like Eugene, I think, is that. the name I picks for that. Yeah, I think it's his name. <laughs> it's when you yeah. get little interactions like that that they're worth it. And then there's other ones that are just like, oh, hey, I need something to hold down this lid, and then you give them a Jigo dude. Floating above the lid. Yeah, the, yeah very funny. Uh, that guy that needs the um, the big weasel, and then just to sort of teach you the mechanic of like some Pokemon being yeah, alive. or the kid that's going out at night to play with a drift loon. Oh yeah, <laughs> see ya. Uh, but yeah, let's leave it there. Yeah, I I, 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 this I do need to replay. I do. I don't make needs a strong word, but I do want. To I need to replay it on proper hardware. So I can do Pokemon transferring. Oh, that's right. You fucking bought it and emulated it. Fuck your own gremlin. <laughs> oh, dumbest thing. Every fucking time. It All looks right. nicer. Um, you know what? That's probably why I, you, me, you and me disagree about the art style and graphics of the game. Because I played it emulated, so it actually looks decent. <laughs> no, I think it is the art style. Like This one's a lot more like watercolor. Yeah, I, I just kind I of appreciate that. that art style. I think it's, it looks really neat. Objective choice, right? All right, here we go. The last one, the one that might potentially have a couple words. Slur said we've been quite respectful this whole argument. This is probably where it all falls apart. Scarlet Violet. S tier. 
Um, I I think SCU, below Arceus. Best game. Best game. <laughs> Fuck you. Dude, this is this is. Fuck you. Above Arceus. Fuck you. Fuck you. The, okay. Okay. You. you Fuck you. you. No, no. 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 It's, it's, it's going shit. to. It's, I'm. I'm going to concede. It's going to go above Arceus. I just want. I Fantastic just want to job. talk about I why I think Arceus is better. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> the goat it, it, it is kind oh. of the goat like i i can't i, I can't i can't believe it's it's this good of a game uh, it, it's this good of a game it's at the very top of our pokemon list this game's running on fucking being held together by the prayers of everyone at game freak paper clips and sticky tape my bubble friend. gum even uh, yeah i will admit though in the last um because i uh, as a well, big announcement I was going to make next week, but I'll make it the announcement now, is I'm going to start going, I'm going, I'm paid money, 35 fucking dollars, to go uh, do the VGC in um, Homebush in Sydney. Um, so I have been interacting a lot with this game, frequently building teams and stuff. And the performance is a shitload better. Oh, is it? It's gotten like, better. Going to, yeah. Is it because they've removed it's... 20% of the Pokemon spawns? It probably it, it's probably that, and like, there's fucking too many Pokemon spawns anyway. That was a I didn't realize it was a problem until you actually oh, oh like there's still a shit ton of fucking Pokemon. Spawns yeah, no, there there were like, a lot of times I was running on Coridon, and then the Pokemon would just spawn on my feet. Yeah, it, it's it, it's lost a lot of that, and there's that part port there, this portion in the top left corner, like Casserole Lake, and I'd be lucky to get ten fucking frames a second there. Um, but now it's like it's perfectly fine. Like I've got. No slowdown whatsoever. Like, highly recommend uh, anybody if you hated the uh, the jankiness of Scarlet Violet, um, update it to its new, newest version. Play it now. Don't connect it to Pokemon uh, Home. It, it runs. Do not connect it to Pokemon Home. It will erase your save. Um, I, they might have fixed that by now. I don't fucking know. I don't think so. Um, doesn't. They haven't explicitly said they're fixed, but it might be like a. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but no, um, a lot yeah, of okay. a lot of what carries Scarlet and Violet as well. It, for me, is that last portion of the story after you get the free storylines done and then you go into Area Zero. All of that is just. Oh really? I was going to say that's oh, that's a negative. No, the, the, that part of the story is great. I just fucking hate how it waits until the last fucking minute. Yeah, yeah no, like it's borderline post game. It being only being able to go into Area Zero once it's the post game time is a negative, but like. The story in that area, I absolutely fucking love. Like everything coming together mm. for that point of the game, beautifully mm. done. Um, yeah, no, it, it's fantastic. And legit, that final fight is like fucking epic. And it's like, yeah, cool, go my Pokemon. It's like, oh shit, I, it's not fucking releasing. I cannot right? believe yeah, how hard fantastic. they went for a final battle in a Pokemon game. Yeah, fucking fantastic. It's- yeah, and it's like, and the the, the text boxes uh, go all fuck. I I love when a game has text boxes, and there's a boss that like, and the text box goes all fucking yeah, wanky. Yeah, oh, I fucking love it. And yeah, that um, that's the point of go my Pokemon, and it's locked out because only the professor's Pokeballs work. And then you you go, oh right, the Coridon isn't mine; it's the professor's. <laughs> they yeah, they, specific- yeah. they specifically said at the very start of the game, this is her Pokeball or his Pokeball. Yeah, it's and that, that whole part is fucking fantastic. It is. Um, um, yeah, and and how like the professor's like standing at the top of that like four stories up and just fucking drops the master horse. Oh, mwah, fantastic! Uh, the Pokemon designs, um, the paradox Pokemon specifically, while we're in that sort of area zero part, I can give or take. Yeah. Um, it definitely seems like they were trying something, but they, I I feel like they could. I, think I, Delibird, I feel Marianne. like they were cooking a lot more with Scarlet than they were with Violet. 
But there are some real big winners in Violet, like um the Gardevoir and Galate fusion. Um, that's it. that's the only big winner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I I kind of yeah, like I, the Delibird one. Delibird Bird is not even a fucking regional. Roaring, but yeah, no, Scarlet, yeah, Scarlet I, I do, was clicking I, a lot more on all, all of these, like Walking Wake, Roaring Moon. Um, Walking Wake's a new one, you dumb shit, you can't. <laughs> that's a Shadow Drop one. Slitherwing, that's not a meme. Iron Leaf. Yeah. I do hate how the Paradox ones for Violet are all have Iron in there. Yeah, that, that's, like that, iron that hands, sucks iron a lot. Bundle. Yeah, and they're not even like still, t- I can sort of see like they've gone with the futuristic theme, but there definitely was. Uh, I've seen some like couple of fan art as I always do. They definitely could have gone with an alien theme or like an evolution theme as opposed to a robot theme. Yeah. Um, like it could have looked extraterrestrial, as, but like all the ones in no going Scarlet going an evolution theme right. would have been really cool because the going they're all robots now is kind of, it, it's lazy. It's lazy. It's also kind of dark for Pokemon if you think about it. Like. Down the line, there's no more natural Pokemon. There are all these mechanical creatures. Oh, shit. Yeah, it really makes you think, huh? But no, going like, uh, oh, here's what something a thousand years in the future would look through its evolutionary chain would have been really cool. Like, because all of these ones are like, these are ancient versions of Pokemon and how they used to look before they became what we, they are now. This could have been like a really cool way yeah. to go. And here's what they can look like in the future. Yeah, and having um, like Sandy Shocks, which is a Magnemite, sorry, Magneton instead of a Magnezone, having a Mischievous instead of Miss Magius. Like they've done like, like a Scream Tail for a Jigglypuff instead of a Wigglytuff. Like it's primeval, so they haven't evolved yet. I thought that was funny. Very clever, very cleverly done. Yeah. Um, the, some of the new Pokemon are, I can give or take. Um, we didn't really talk about an Arceus, but I think the, the new Pokemon designs in Arceus are shit. I like some like, of them, but some one. of them are also very bad. Yeah, they're all shit. Um, whereas Skull and Violet, they do, there are a couple ones that are pretty good. Um, I think there's a lot of really good not, ones in this, but there's, there's a few stinkers yeah. like, I do not give a single shit about Killer Wattful. Yeah, they definitely sort of fell down on that. Uh, this this uh, also has a mix of regional Pokemon, but also um, new evolutions. So they do both the, the regional variants and what Gen 4 did of giving older Pokemon new forms, uh, new evolutions to go down. And I think, th- I think these new ones yeah. are really good. Like, I love Annihilate and King Gambit. Those are really cool. Uh, I'm not a fan of uh, the Dunsparce. I fucking love the Dunsparce. Uh, I think it's so funny. <laughs> It's just longer dunce pass. Yeah. Um, I, I do sort of enjoy, like, the introdu- introduction of, like, uh, Titan Pokemon as well. Yeah, uh, Titan Pokemon really are neat. Yeah. I do fucking hate Dodon. Like, I like the mechanic of Dodonzo and Tatsugiri, how it's literally a, a sushi Pokemon and a Pokemon that eats a sushi Pokemon. It, and it sort of is a weird, you'll love this, it's like a kaiju. So Tatsugiri's controlling Dodonzo. Um... But I'm not really sure I vibe with the Pokemon as a whole. Um, and the, the open world nature of it, personally, I'm not a fan of uh, because there would, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's a big one for me. The open world is neat. I prefer and, the zone design yeah. from Arceus. Yeah. It was, it's probably one of those things that we didn't know we didn't want it. Oh, I hate open world. Um, but we probably didn't need it until. We probably didn't know what we wanted until we got it. Um, but. 
I I feel like I knew well enough, um, because Arceus kind of hits that hits that point of the world design that I like. I don't like open world games, but I like I still like world trotting adventures. So having a game that's more designed to so the problem the thing with Arceus that is an issue is that you keep returning to the home base to go to these four zones. What I like mm. is a more um, segmented design of like we could have RCS big zones and then connect them next to each other to go to the next zone over sort of thing. Yeah, I or even just have like a Where, when uh, you have hey this this is the next thing you have to do like you can't go to gym leader six before doing gym leader five or something. I think that's more of what I want. Yeah, um, yeah, like yeah, making it more I, I, I making think... it more structured, but keep this open world design. Yeah, I think that's what I want. But... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like when we get Gen 10 next year, the end of next year, maybe I'll do something with it or something. Get a remake of Scarlet Violet. Um, <laughs> I do like how they are shadow dropping Pokemon. Uh, as much as I hate the fucking dens, um, I do like how they uh, like a shadow dropping, like they did Walking Wake and Iron Leaves. They're doing old starter Pokemon like Charizard. Uh, yeah, I think the Decidueye event Bunny. is happening now. Yep, it's happening right now. I called it on um, Friday. Uh, the hardest part about those events are doing them multiplayer uh, on, on multiplayer because there are people with negative IQ playing that. Like, yeah. oh, I tell you, it's a flying type. I'm going to bring in an electric type, and it literally just uses Brave Bird, and that's it. All right, mad. You you uh, cannot <laughs> trust randoms in multiplayer games. Literally cannot. Uh, I, I also those dens are fucking buggy as all shit. The amount of times that uh, I'm not sure if it's intentional, but there are some times where the decidueye is like getting stuck at a certain health, and there are like just in case those pe- people don't know, there are uh, certain points when the Pokemon's at its health bar is that when it's supposed to do a certain move, um, so it'll do its move, and then you do your move, and you've knocked it down to let's say seventy five percent HP, then does its move. And there's been a couple of times against Decidueye where it's, uh, it's done a move, I've knocked it down a little bit of health, but there's been a lag. So I've knocked it down to 75%. It's done the move, but it hasn't updated on everybody else's side. So when somebody else knocks it down to 75%, it does like another move. So you can be getting oh, hit by like three or four that moves sucks. in a row. Um, I cannot tell if that's intentional. And from what I can see around it, not. Because there's literally there's no way you're going to take like three or four Brave Birds in a row. Like yeah, no, because I don't think that, the Charizard yeah. or uh, had that problem. No, it didn't. Like I can sort of appreciate like using bulk up or another move. Like I think it was, it was using Dragon Pulse when it hit fifty percent or something. But it's just it's just bullshit hard. Like doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and 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 I still doesn't really explain to you how it works. Like I sort of have figured out it's like the four trainers use a move and then it uses a move, but it uses different moves depending on. Uh, who it's You're basically it's fighting strange. it one on one, but it's a shared HP pool between the four yeah. players. And once it gets to certain percentage wise, it's going to do a move that affects everyone. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's it's a weird system. It's but they. I feel like they did this to speed up your player input compared to what it was in Sword and Shield, where you have to wait for everyone to take their turn and go in like an order yeah like it, it, this speeds it up the process yeah. but it also and introduces more issues of like 
or you can just die faster and ruin it for everyone else. And that's exactly what happens with the randoms you meet online. They just die faster. And it's also rough as well because it's on a timer. Like it's not by a certain amount of moves. It's like, but like five or 10 minutes or something. And if you, every time you die, you lose like five seconds, which is a, it would be five seconds the first time, 10 seconds and 15 and so on and so forth. Um, but it's it just, it's just fucking. Yeah. I hate it. It's honestly one of the worst parts of the game. Um, I do like it as a way you can get like uh, hidden abilities. Yeah. Hidden ability Pokemon. Uh, or just getting, getting items well. and patches to make your Pokemon that you use more competitively viable. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm just frustrated with how it works mechanically with all the lag. Like, they could definitely have done it a better way. Like, honestly, the dens from Gen 8, the Dynamax dens, are much better. Like, even if you do have uh, Gremlins, uh, you sort of can work it out and overcome it by yourself. Yeah, that's fair. I've and never interacted with the see, dens yeah. in multiplayer, but I've interacted with the terrestrialized dens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And terrestrialization, as a weird mechanic as it is, uh, it, it does sort of bring in a lot more variability. And as someone who's it very in the, the VGC, the meta sort of solidified and all that, but every now and then I'd be like, oh, man, this Pokemon did a different terror type than what I thought it was. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, um, it, it's is, a really good way to yeah. throw the wrench into the system. Yeah, but unfortunately, the one step forward, two steps back uh, for tournaments and stuff, they use open team sheets now. Um, so you have the entire... Oh, so you can see what your opponent's going to have on their team? Yeah, so you you can see their terror types and all that kind of stuff. That which is like, sucks. Oh, it does, yeah. But it, I, but it also, it also, you can't change your team on the fly. You have to go in with what you register with, right? Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to register your team. Like so you just, it's before. just kind of calculating in your head what you want to deal with, what problem yeah it, it if, you, if like, you even yeah. have a pokemon that can deal with certain problems yeah like i i have heard certain discussion or I've read certain discussion online about people saying oh the, it literally just becomes like a weird uh guessing game of when they'll terrestrialize and everyone's like no you'll psych out your, your opponent um some people are like no nah, bucket i'm still gonna terrestrialize first turn yeah. <laughs> all the best like you know what i'm gonna do is try to stop me type of thing yeah yeah uh, yeah and it, it just seems it's like another it's, layer. A, it's, it's it's that 4d chess mentality coming back yeah exactly and when i was playing a bit of egc at the start of the year i was predicting them to do mega smart plays and when they wouldn't they'd like just brute force me because i'd predict i'd essentially made a wrong prediction um which is me trying to do the thousand IQ play is and me eating, doing zero IQ play. eating your bishop. Yeah, like it becomes like that, just kicked over the pieces and shat on the chessboard. I'm like, huh, I should have guessed that. <laughs> um, and if I did guess that, like it's, it, the situation was never as bad, no matter you which You would have had the toilet paper in. ready. Yeah, like no matter which, like whether it was I was in like the Pokeball rank or Master Ball rank, literally there was always think they were going to do the dumb play and I would have like nine times out of ten, I would have been safe. Um, I'm not sure if that's me having a whinge about the terrestrialization mechanic or if that's the purpose of what it's supposed to be doing. Um, eh, whatever. It is what it is. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, Stephen. I don't think we've solidified this list yet. No, we have. No, 100%. No, 100%. no here, here's, the, here's the one thing I want to say. I know we've been on this for a little while, but I think our S tier is too crowded. I don't like the idea of there being more S tier games than there are A tier games. It's fine, there are good Pokemon games out there. Yeah, you're right. But I want to propose the idea of kicking one game down from S to A and 
hear me out. I think it should be Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, as much as I want to argue with you, it has to be Heart Gold Soul Silver. Yeah, um, I would have also taken Emerald as well, um, but I'm happy to bump Heart Gold Soul Silver because it, it does have a lot of problems with Gen Two and. Like you're looking at the discussion with what I did with Diamond and Pearl, I didn't fix those. Uh, so yeah, drop it down. Yeah. Oh well, no! Now we've got more <laughs> A games and B games. No, it's. Oh, geez, I, I feel like it doesn't have to be a pyramid. <laughs> no, it uh, it doesn't need to be. But I think S needs to be a little more special and keeping it as like a top. It, right now we have it as a top five list. Uh, I think yeah. that works out really well. It does. It does. How many games are in here? Uh, five, six, eleven, uh, fourteen, uh, nineteen, uh, twenty-four, twenty-five games. Fuck, there's a lot of games. Yeah, oh. and we were missing Battle Revolution, which yeah, I think you said put it into a D. Uh yeah, yeah. I think I said C, but thinking back, it was it should have been a D. All but right. yeah, no, I, I, surprisingly, I'm okay with this list. Yeah, I thought uh, you'd have a lot more hot takes than what I thought you would. No, it's um, just turned into, like, a really good discussion about the Pokemon series. <laughs> rats, I wanted us to just start calling each other slurs. And I wanted to end this call very angrily and have to go for a, an angry late-night walk. Uh, oh, well, maybe next tier list. I mean, I, c- I guess I can still try and find something inflammatory to, t- to mention. You know what? You're right. All these games are shit. D tier. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are no longer talking about these on the Pokemon scale. We will start scaling them to real games. Scarlet and Violet is now a 7 out of 10. Let's not do that. Let's, red and Blue is a 1. Let's not, let's not do that. No, let's no, no. no. Red, red and Blue is like a 3. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Those are 1s. No, we're comparing them to modern day standards as well. Um, <laughs> they're all zeros. Um, yeah, I don't think we there should do that. There's never been a single good Pokemon game in history. Um... Uh, when you compare it, when you say it like that, maybe let the man cook. Um, yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's. Uh, anyway, might, might, need to let's, wa- might need to have a walk to think about that one. Gonna Dude, go for a cold I, I'm shower helping after. you out. I'm gonna go for an angry dad walk. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say goodbye. I'm just gonna leave the house. <laughs> I'm in my dressing gown. Everyone's gonna hey, get a rest. Well, where you, where are you going? And ha- having an angry Pokemon walk. Oh, my, my, I understand, sir. All the best. Enjoy your night. I won't. How the fuck um, have we done this for a normal podcast episode length? Yeah. Yeah. Lucky nothing, nothing happened in the news. Um, yeah, lucky we cut that out. Yeah. All there, right, well, there was literally nothing to talk about this week. Thank fuck. Uh, um, any final thoughts? Or are we uh, settled on our thoughts? I'm, I'm settled on this. The, the, the STV being one above the A was really bothering me. And yeah, I'm okay picking down hard gold soul still prop up everything else. Like, I know technically we put black and white behind it, but I think black and white being an original game makes it so that it's more than hard. Yeah, looking at it and having a thought about what I said about Diamond, uh, Brilliant Diamond, well, BDSM, let's just call it what it is. Uh, maybe it should have been dropped. But anyway, all right, let's call us out. Uh, thank you very much, dear listener, for spending the time with us. Maybe... You've been angry at us and been throwing some stuff at your screen as well while you've been watching. And we, we've, we, we've, we've been laughs. very rational people. Our opinions yeah. expressed here are the correct opinions. Yeah, if you've got different opinions, uh, maybe it's time to not have those different opinions. Uh, we at Fast Travel Lounge want to 
homogeneous uh, society where everybody thinks the same and there's no uh, room for error. And I think that's what we've come through here. And if someone does agree with you, just shout at them. Um, say a couple of words, maybe a couple of naughty words that would get you cancelled on Twitter.com. Shout over them like Stephen did when he was shouting over me about Scarlet and Violet. Oh, and there you have it, folks. Seth is carrying a grudge, so we'll have to talk about that offline. Um, <laughs> so he just doesn't edit every word that I've said into a clown noises. So oh, conk. Do you think we... <laughs> honk. Um, <laughs> Got to get that classy, right? Uh, so, dear listener, if you think we, there's another tier list we should do, uh, I was going to suggest a Final Fantasy one, but I've only played half the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, same. I don't have a lot of experience with a lot of the Final Fantasy games. I've only played, like, even then, half of the, half of the games after seven. Yeah, I, pretty much. And it, half of it would be just uh, Seth going on about Final Fantasy fourteen, And there's, I'd be cold in the ground before an MMO ever becomes an S tier. Even though it so, is. If you do think there's a tier list, yeah, keep telling yourself that. If you do think there's a tier list you'd like us to do, maybe uh, reviewing Biden-Trump memes or Biden-Trump voice changer voices, write in. Give us a buzz. Uh, you can message us at fasttravellounge at gmail.com, uh, at Twitter, fasttravellounge, missing one of the L's. Elon is I holding do. onto that very hard. He's, he just will not let it go. Uh, he's Eon without it, so he has to have it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Thank you very much for listening. What's coming up next week for you, Seth? Uh, Has it, have we been inspired you to play some more Pokemon games? You know what? You're right. I'm going to go and play his Pokemon Legends RCS right now. Ooh, good choice. On a proper Switch hardware emulation? Oh, proper Switch hardware. I need to start getting Pokemon ready to go to Pokemon Home. Uh, yeah, Legends RCS can already go to Pokemon Home, my friend. Um... And because you didn't transfer it when it was first announced, you can no longer get Pokemon, the start of Pokemon with hidden abilities. Let's, should have thought of that before you waited. Um, but anyway, uh, for me, myself, I'll be building a team to go to upcoming uh, BGC regionals. When is that, by the way? How much time do I have to prepare? You've got two weeks, my friend. It's okay, I will not be prepared. <laughs> yeah, uh, neither will I. I've, I went away for the weekend and literally I've just been thinking about teams and what I'm going to do. And the hardest part about it as well is it's. Uh, new VGC rules, like it's uh, Regulation C, which is bringing in like the Treasures of Ruin, uh, and because it'll literally be like, that drops like April 1st, and the tournament's held on April 1st or April 2nd or something. Um, so it'll literally be which one do you want? So I might bring in a Ninetales just to mess with the meta a little. Or a Pachirisu just so I could use Nuzzle. <laughs> um, yeah. But dear listener, thank you very much for sticking with us. Have a good night. Happy birthday, Jack Garland. I can't wait for your game to come to Steam. <laughs> <laughs>